KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. It's a high kick, but a more traditional kick, as that's going to be Pacheco. It comes right up the middle, bounces to the outside, has a seam, has it across the 50, the 40, the 30. Nobody's going to catch Pacheco. He's going to take it the distance, takes the second half, kick off back for a touchdown. Tonight, the postseason begins at Miles Field and Kearney as the defending state champion Columbus Scotus Shamrocks take on the Kearney Catholic Stars. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. So shotgun formation here for Masker. Matt looking to throw. Throws it again in the slot, and this time it's caught into the end zone. Touchdown! On a brilliant strike. Caught this time by Hoosman in stride. Kearney Catholic nipped SCOTUS in the state quarterfinals two seasons ago, and the Rocks returned with a vengeance to win it all last season. It's the Shamrocks and Stars coming up next, but first, the new Tech Seed pregame show will join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter and Don Lee live from Miles Field and Kearney right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to beautiful Miles Field as the Class C-1 state football playoffs getting underway. And Carney Catholic's last win in the playoffs came against Columbus Scotus. Columbus Scotus lost, la- lost last loss in the state playoffs, came two years ago to Carney Catholic. They are the defending Class C-1 state champions. The Stars missed out a year ago. They will be the favorite here tonight, coming in with a record of 8-1. and one. Columbus Scotus is 6-3 and three on the year. And Don Lees, this is a couple of teams that kind of know each other, but they're going to look a little bit different. Uh, you know, Carney Catholic's got some big offensive numbers. Columbus Scotus spreads the ball out. They do it a lot of different ways. Nobody has the big numbers that you're going to get from a Masker or a Holtmeyer or, or probably those big names, but they just kind of do it with depth and do it kind of the way Columbus Scotus has always done it, just kind of solid across the board. Yep, they do, Randy. You know, they have several running backs that can, you know, carry the ball for them, uh, you know, and, and they, they're going to run the football as much as possible. You know, they like to get, you know, four or five yards at you had a whack at it. Uh, you know, it's one of those going to be, you know, Carney Catholic, you know, they can run the football, but they also want to be able to throw it in the air. But uh, Columbus Scotus likes to wall you off and get you out on that edge, Randy, and, uh, you know, see what they can do on those types of things. This, uh, talking to the Carney Catholic coaches this week, they're going to do some different things up front. They're going to do some stunting and moving around and those types of things and see if they can't slow Columbus Scotus down. They have eight guys that have carried the football into the end zone at least twice this year. Eight yeah. different guys that have at least two touchdowns. They range anywhere from having about 159 yards on the season to 587. And again, they, they, they played it running back all season long. So again, it is very much by committee. Yep. So, uh, and getting that many yards from that many different sources, you have to kind of say that probably is a pretty good offensive line. Yeah, definitely. And that's one thing that they were kind of concerned about, too, is the offensive line of Columbus Cotus. Uh, You know, they're able to move you out of the way. You know, they, they do a good job of walling you off. Sometimes it's not they knock you over or anything, but they just get uh, to you and they wall you off. And, uh, you know, so those running backs can hit those holes and hit those holes extremely hard, Randy. And like you said, it's not you can't key on one guy because they have several of them. Uh, they like to run a lot of different variations of the wing T 
type stuff, and they love to put people in motion. And uh, you contrast that with uh, Carney Catholic. Uh, again, only starting half the season is Brady Holtmeyer running back. If he would, you, you extrapolate that his, his yards per game, his uh, yards per rush, right at nine. Those are pretty good numbers. But 518 yards, that would kind of put him in the mix yeah. with uh, all those folks over in uh, Columbus Scotus. But the passing game, this is really where Carney Catholic's different. Matt Masker has thrown for over 2,000 yards this season, and again, that makes for a much more dynamic offense. If this game, again. Couple basketball schools here, Carney yeah. Catholic and Columbus Scotus. You tell me if the game's played the high school equivalent of playing the game in the 20s and 30s, that favors Columbus Scotus. If it's yeah. a shootout, like a high school game that yeah. you're playing in the 70s, a shootout in the offense here for football would certainly favor the Stars. Yeah, definitely. And that's what, that's what you know, Carney Catholic wants to get that, you know, get the game up and up tempo. They want to be able to throw the football down the field. Randy, they're going to take advantage of some things uh, with their with their wide receivers. Uh, they like to they like to go downfield, Randy, and that's what the, you know one of the weaknesses that Carney Catholic thinks the Scotus has is being able to cover all five of those receivers out there. And they're going to put Brady out there at times. They're going to put him in motion at times, run that wheel route at times. Uh, so they're looking, you know, Carney Catholic's looking forward to this one, you know, throwing the ball in the air. We'll see what the coaches have in mind. We're going to step away for just a few moments here on the. The uh, pregame show brought to you by our friends at New Tech Seed. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry, Jason Stark, or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to step away, talk with the two head coaches, beginning with Columbus Scotus head coach Tyler Linder when we come back here to Miles Field right after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio as we get ready to see the defending state champions, Tyler Linder and his Columbus Scotus Shamrocks, take on Carney Catholic. And Coach, uh, we knew a couple weeks ago and maybe even earlier, it didn't really matter. You can get a significantly tough draw. This C1 field is loaded, and, and, and it was last year. Uh, but to welcome back to the playoffs, you needed some things to kind of go your way the last couple weeks. Yeah, you know, we, uh, we, we kind of had a – you know, we had a, a pretty tough schedule and in an in interesting district, to say the least. So, you know, we lost uh, we lost two early games to some very, very good teams. You know, you, uh, Aquinas and Bishop Newman. You know, two two of the uh, you know the top few teams uh, for sure. So we dropped those games and kind of had a uh, you know a hiccup against Ord in our district, to where you know our district was kind of up in the air. So we went into uh, to you know week nine of the season last week, not knowing whether or not we were going to be district champs or if we were guaranteed a spot so you know after knocking off adam central we found out that lakeview had upset orton so therefore we clinched the district so it uh it was a little shaky there you know trying to crunch the numbers and run some math but we're very very happy and comfortable being back in the playoffs that's for sure tyler what's it been like being the defending champs you know it's to be honest with you it's a little bit less stressful now that we've actually gotten it done you know i think entering last season there was a there's a ton of expectations, a lot of high hopes coming up of a nine and two season the, the year before. And so, you know, it was a really stressful year last year, just knowing that, you know, this was the team that, that, that was kind of projected to win it. And so the fact that, you know, we got it done and, 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 and came out of last year's season with the championship, it was really a sigh of relief. So this season, 
you know, we've already tackled that milestone, and it's something that we got a good taste of, and we want to keep going after and pursuing those championships. But, you know, kind of the pressure is off. Now we can just coach and we can play and we can do some awesome things. So, you know, it's an amazing experience last year, but I think, uh, you know, like you said, the C1 field is wide open. So we're going we're gonna to work really hard and do our diligence trying to, uh, to get back to Lincoln. Tyler Linder, the head coach at Columbus Scotus, with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Uh, Carney Catholic fans are a little familiar with you uh, from a couple of years ago. Uh, has that been talked about at all this week? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's for sure. We, uh, um, it's funny, you know, every time that those brackets come out, you know, you kind of look ahead and see what your, you know, what your roadmap looks like getting to Lincoln. And so, uh, you know, looking at it, you know, just based on, you know, just pure picks, you know, it would, you know, we see Carney Catholic week one, most likely Wahoo week two, possibly Newman, you know, the, the next week. And then, you know, if we're, if we're fortunate enough to keep going, it might be Aquinas in the finals. And so we've kind of dubbed this, uh, this uh, playoff picture, kind of the revenge tour 2016, you know, we get an opportunity <laughs> to avenge a 2014 loss to Carney Catholic, a 2015 loss to Wahoo high. And then our two losses this year to those, uh, you know, other two teams. So, you know, it's been talked about. We've, we've really, uh, you know, kind of, you know, our seniors really remember that that heartbreaking loss to Carney Catholic two years ago with that game-winning field goal that Carney Catholic nailed in the last few seconds. So, you know, it's always kind of right in the back of our minds. But, you know, we've got we've got a new team. Carney Catholic has a new team, and so we're very excited to uh, to head out there this afternoon and and uh, and and play a great quality ball club and uh, and uh, hopefully come out of Carney with a victory. And Tyler, talk about uh, your brand new ball club. What is different about this year's team than the one that uh, hoisted the trophy last year? You know, I just think, you know, every year is something a little bit different. I think, you know, every single football team is going to take on the personality of its seniors. And so last year's seniors were very, very, you know, I'll say focused and just dedicated and just hard-nosed type of a team. And, 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 you know, we've got some talented athletes just as talented as we were last year, but this team's just got a little bit of a different feel. It's a little bit more laid back. These guys are a little bit, you know, kind of more comfortable in, in, in situations. And so it's a completely different feel, but it's, it's still an enjoyable one at that. You don't do a lot of things uh, totally different. You didn't change schemes or anything like that, but you have a lot of kids that can tote the rock in this uh, wing offense that you've got going back there. Uh, different people call it different things, but not one kid that is a 1,500-yard rusher. you got Shohan, you've got Strecker. What, to you, decides who totes the rock each week? You know, one of the best things that we have is we have the ability to distribute the football, and that really keeps – you know, teams, you know, on their toes and kind of off guard at times. And so really we don't know who's going to get the vast majority of the carries until we figure out what, what they're trying to stop. You know, this uh, offense that we run has the ability to, you know, pound the rock in between the tackles, but then we can stress you on the perimeter as well. So it's really, uh, it really is something that we have to game plan right when we, you know, right when the first, you know, series is over is, Okay, what are they trying to shut down? Are they trying to take away our fullbacks? Are they trying to take away our jet game? You know, are they trying to, you know, you know, bring, you know, nine guys in the box? So we have to kind of just take a look at, at what they're going to do and, and try to adjust on the fly. And that's why I think I've got one of the greatest coaching staffs in the state is these guys can coach on the go. They can, they can make adjustments in game because running this wing T offense, not too many people run it. So um, it's always kind of a big question mark as to how people are going to try to defend it. You know, we've seen teams that run a, you know, a three-man front come out and run a 6-2 against us. And so, you know, we've just uh, got to be sound in everything that we do and have our kids well prepared for just about anything. And so we had a great week of practice, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to lining up toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Stars tonight. 
Another moment here with uh, SCOTUS coach Tyler Linder. Coach, offensively, you haven't had problems for the most part putting up points in the losses, obviously not as much as you would like. But defensively, definitely more points given up than the last couple of years. What do, what do you attribute that to? I know that you've played a lot of tough teams, but uh, are there some uh, bumps in the road on that side of the ball this year? Yeah, you know, we've given up more points, you know, at, at especially late in games. You know, I think part, part, part of those numbers is they're just numbers that I don't really care about. You know, I, I'm more about getting our kids experience. And so, you know, when, the, when we're up by, you know, 21 points, you know, we'll put our second string in there and our third string in there and just get those guys experience. So I'm not worried about shutouts. I'm not really worried about numbers. Um, but, yeah, we, we have given up more points. And even in the first few quarters, we've given up more points, you know, than in recent years. And I think part of that is um, we're, we're a small, you know, we're, we're a C1 school, so we don't necessarily have the luxury to have just an offensive unit and just a defensive unit, but we try to do that as much as we can, especially with the big boys up front. So, you know, in, in all reality, our best, you know, our best defensive linemen don't play defense because they're also our best offensive linemen. So we actually, you know, we actually play a lot of younger guys, younger, you know, undersized, fast guys on defense just to keep our offense fresh. And I think, that's been a huge, uh, huge uh, factor in our success the last few years is being able to uh, um, uh, keep our guys well rested and, and fresh throughout the entire game, and and, and those sorts of. Uh, um, uh, adjustments really help us. Well, yeah, definitely. We talked about it earlier in the week uh, as we were preparing for, for the football game. You will definitely have a program if you're following the Shamrocks because it's not the same 11 kids that run out on both sides of the ball. Coach, before we run out of time, uh, just your thoughts on what you see from Kearney Catholic and your concerns for tonight. Oh, gosh. You know, they're they're a great football team. You know, the last time that we saw them, you know, they were, they were under a little bit of a different leadership um, with Coach Colling, but now they're under Coach Harvey and and they're still the same hard-nosed, aggressive, you know, disciplined football team. You know, the first thing that we saw on film when we watched them is how incredibly um, well-coached they are, especially in the special teams game. You know, that's an area of football that we take a ton of pride in. You know, we work I – w- I, would, I would bet we work more on special teams than any other program in the state, and, and, and they might be number two. You know, they're very, very, very well-coached there. And so um, they're just a – they're just a – you know, a, a hard-nosed, a, a aggressive, you know, football team. I think Coach Harvey's got them going in the right direction. Um, I'm very, very impressed with uh, the Holtmeyer kid and the Master kid. They're just, they're great. You know, their quarterback play is some of the best that we've seen all year. And we've seen, you know, we've seen Bedrill. We've seen, uh, we've seen some very, very good quarterbacks. So I think, uh, you know, Masker is, is right up there. So um, we're going to have to play extremely well, you know, on, in all three phases, play a, uh, you know, especially you know, discipline defense and, and and kind of bend don't break. You know, their their uh, offensive scoring explosions have come from you know completing you know little three yard passing routes that go for forty yard touchdowns. So we've got to tackle well in space and play a bend don't break defense and establish a running game. And I think we're gonna we're gonna be in for a great night. Well, coach, we appreciate the time here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Should be a great one tonight. Uh, thanks for the time. Hey, thanks a lot, Doug. I appreciate it. That's Columbus Scotus head football coach Tyler Linder, and we'll chat with Rashawn Harvey of the Stars right after this on ESPN Radio. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we have accounts designed to fit your needs and financial goals. We offer the technology necessary to do business in today's busy world without sacrificing personal service. We have it all, from internet banking to personal banking and everything in between. So make the switch today. Our trained account transfer specialists provide you with personalized, detailed service. We're with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and simple transfer. Stop by to visit with the specialists today. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show on ESPN Radio. The playoffs begin tonight at Miles Field for Carney Catholic and head coach Rashawn Harvey in his first year. Coach, uh, things have went very, very well for you here in year one so far, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. You know, our kids have performed well this year, and um, they've taken it game by game and excelled. You know, we had one hiccup, but was probably the most valuable learning experience so far this year. And, uh, you know, we've applied uh, what we learned from that game, and uh, we went on a win streak. Well, this uh, draw in C1, uh, there are so many good teams, and uh, you are going to have no easy path starting with the defending state champion. And then if you can get by tonight, it looks like uh, you'll get very familiar with the city of Wahoo, possibly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've looked at that, and uh, we're telling the boys we've gonna we got to focus on um, uh, tonight and uh, taking care of uh, SCOTUS, and uh, it's going to be a tough task for us. You know, they run that wing T offense, and so we've got to – Play assignment football and just take care of business tonight, but our boys are ready for it. Well, obviously, one of the more thrilling games uh, in Kearney Catholic playoff history happened against SCOTUS a couple of years ago. You went on to the semifinals uh, with that excellent uh, field goal from uh, Grant Bushcutter and very exciting at their place, and then they went on to win the state championship uh, last year. What can you take from two years ago, and how do you expect that that might play into this game? I think we we know what to expect from them. Uh, they don't change their style for anybody. Uh, the kids know what they're going to get in their opponent. They're going to get a physical football team that's that's well coached, and our kids know that we can beat them. You know, we beat them two years ago at, at their house. You know, with I think it was 40 seconds ago on that field goal by Mr. Bushcutter. Uh, but our kids are confident in playing them. You know, we know it's not Scotus of last year. And so the kids aren't afraid of the name or anything like that. And they are very confident, had a great week of practice, and they're ready to go play. You take a look at SCOTUS, and as you said, they like to run the ball, but they don't feature just one back. It's pretty balanced here. In fact, none of the backs uh, have more than 600 yards rushing, but they've got a couple over 500. Right, and that wing T offense, you're going to have – four or five guys uh, that are going to get the ball. You know, they got their full back. They got their wing backs. You know, they'll they'll do kind of a a jet um, play where they'll bring a receiver across in motion. So, you know, in that wing tee, it's a lot of misdirection, keep you off balance. You can't focus on one guy. And, you know, we've told our kids it's similar to under. We've got four or five guys that have plenty of catches. And so yeah, it's going to be a tough night for our defense, but uh, we're up for the challenge. Carney Catholic football coach Rashawn Harvey with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. They also play maybe quite a few more kids uh, than than what you do. Uh, is that any kind of a factor here for you? Uh, we we noticed they'll rotate some different guys on um, on the defensive line and a few other guys in the secondary or the linebacker position. And you know, offensively they rotate some different backs. Um, you know, we we've got some kids. We rotate. We don't rotate as many, but we don't see that as a, a huge factor for us. Uh, um, our kids have, have done this the whole season, and uh, so we just, you know, we speak that we don't have any injury or anything like that that affects our play. Uh, but you know, them having those extra subs shouldn't be a major impact for us. As you take a look at uh, what your team has been doing, uh, you have actually put away a lot of football games where you've been able to use your second and third stringers uh, in the fourth quarter. We talk a lot about that in the eight-man game. How uh, how prepared do you feel your team is now that you'll have a lot of games, hopefully, in the fourth quarter here in the playoffs? We feel very good about it as a staff. Uh, you know, we've able to, like you said, play some kids in, in about every game that uh, we've had this year, so we feel like we're better prepared if we get that four-quarter battle um, against SCOTUS 
that we'll have that uh, experience of of playing in a, in a tight game. We have very haven't excuse me haven't had very many tight games, but we've had enough of them that we've had you know that experience. But we always had experience of getting other kids in the game just in case we need those guys. How do you think the team performed last week against Broken Bow? I think we came out, we, we started fast, and that's something that uh, we always promote and we try to coach uh, to our team is we need to start fast. And so uh, we started fast, and, you know, we had a little down period because we got up on them, and our kids knew the game was in hand. But overall, I think we had a great performance defensively. We had a pick six on defensively, uh, obviously scored a touchdown, special teams played well. And so now we're just trying to transition and move to this week and have that, that same performance. And we need to start fast against uh, SCOTUS. You know, a team like SCOTUS, if you can get up on them, get them down, a few touchdowns, you know, now they're kind of changing their offensive plan. They may be changing their defensive plan because they got to get the ball back in their hands. But if we can get them out of their offensive rhythm and get them to start passing the ball, you know, that's an advantage for the Stars. We've talked about so many of your players, and it's hard to pick out one dynamic guy, but really one that uh, can score in a lot of different ways is Eric Pacheco, and he's done it on all sorts of receiving and defense and kick returns. Uh, talk about him and, and his importance. You know, he's valuable. I mean, if you, you know, he's a guy that uh, causes the other team to focus on. They've got to focus on him, know where he is on the field. You know, some teams have even devoted two guys to him, which frees up somebody else. And so, uh, he's a great smoke and mirrors guy for us also. He's a great primary target for us, but he makes our offense click. He makes our special teams click. Uh, Should have had a special teams uh, touchdown last week. We joke with him. He, he tripped on a blade of grass at the five-yard line going in. Uh, but he is a guy you got to plan for in every facet of the game. Scotus for the fans that don't know, I mean, they come in with that 6-3 and three record, and two of those losses are to Bishop Newman and Aquinas, perennial powers, and Ward clipped them to kind of really shake up their, their district here. But uh, as you look at them, can you learn from the, from the teams that beat them anything? Oh, yeah, we've, we've learned some things. Uh, you know, we look at, uh, you know, with that wing tee, you got to get some penetration. you got to get those guards off balance. And, you know, we saw against Ord. Ord got up on them, and, late in the fourth quarter and they totally changed their offensive game plan, forces them to pass, which they don't they don't do very well. Um, you know, we've noticed some things in their defensive coverage. They're gonna play a, a one free uh defense on us and they're gonna man up because they've got some athletes and uh, you know, we gotta match athlete for athlete and uh we think we've got some advantages there, uh, some certain routes and uh, formations that we'll run uh tonight. So uh, uh we'll be ready for that. And Rashad, I know head coaches, uh, they talk about it, but sometimes it doesn't come up uh, when you're talking to the media about your assistance. We talk about how you have taken over in this first year and had success, and most of the staff is back with you, but uh, just kind of talk about your staff and uh, what they've meant to the success of this year's team. You know, just having everybody uh, back um, for position uh, coaches-wise has been a big plus. Number one, the kids were familiar with them. The kids know what to expect from them. And uh, they know what we were going to run offensive, defensively, and special teams wise. So, you know, just having a wealth of knowledge. You know, we got Scott Hoffman that's on our staff, and uh, he's got 30 plus years of college experience, been a college head coach, college assistant. You know, just his wealth of knowledge. We call him the knowledge guy <laughs> on the staff. Uh, and, you know, just having someone like Paul Brumgard, who uh, played for the Huskers, has been helping us for, for years. You know, Rick Moses has been our linebackers uh, coach. You know, he coaches those guys. Well, Matt Coop, who's been with the program, Mike Pacheco with our receivers and defensive backs also. You know, even Matt Johnson coaching, um, you know, heading up our special team. So, you know, we've got some guys that just been around and uh, just got a wealth of knowledge seen 
Carney Catholic transition and uh, know how to coach our kids, know how to adjust to uh, have our offensive or defensive style to the kids we have. So it's a just it's a it's a pleasure having those guys with us, and, and a plus and a major uh, impact on our success. All right, Rashawn, it's a start of the playoffs. We look forward to it, and let's uh, make sure that we can chat again next week. All right, appreciate it. That's Rashawn Harvey, head football coach of the Kearney Catholic Stars. We'll be back with the starting lineups for our C1 playoff opener right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Welcome back here to Miles Field. Let's uh, give you our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the Shamrocks of Columbus Scotus. They come in with a record of 6-3. And And, uh, starting for them on the uh, offense will be Tate Van Cunnen. He'll play uh, linebacker. He is a 6'2", 175-pound senior. Wyatt Gutzmer will start on the offensive line, 6'3", 230 pounds. Duncan Pajaza is a 6'2", 215-pound offensive lineman and a senior. Jake Novicki will play on the offensive line as well. He's 180 pounds and a junior. Kyle Kobza will play on the offensive line as well, 180 pounds and a junior. Ren Allen will be the the, uh, center. He's 185 pounds, 5'10", and a junior. Also... On offense will be Eric Mustard. Mustard will play running back, 5'10", 160 pounds. Zach Byerman will play running back, 5'11", 170 pounds. Will Sonderman, a senior, will play fullback. He's 6'1", 200 pounds. The quarterback, Anthony Cush, is 6'2", 180 pounds. And Luke Jarecki, 160 pounds, a 5'10", senior, will start as well. And we're going to get a little bit of an early start here. We'll uh, get the Carney Catholic starters on offense coming up in just a moment here because they took a couple minutes off the clock on me here, Don, and <laughs> yep. we're kicking it off here. Scotus will put the foot into it, and Carney Catholic will back up near the goal line, have the return, and they're going to come right up the middle with it, and they make one man miss, does Pacheco. Pacheco will uh, get the edge here at about the 30, down at about the 32-yard line, and that's where Carney Catholic will set up shop first and 10. 
The rest of the starters here for the Stars on offense will be Michael Daniel, a 5'10 senior, Sam Clinch, a junior at 6'2", 260 pounds. Eli Richter will play right tackle, a sophomore, 6'3", 195 pounds. Brandon Murs, a senior, 6'2", senior, 210 pounds. Ty Connolly will play center, as well as linebacker, 5'11", senior, and 170 pounds. We'll get the rest of the guys here in just a moment. First and 10 here for Carney Catholic. Out of the pistol will be Masker. Masker fakes the handoff to Holtmeyer, coming across in motion. They're going to air it out deep. They've got a man, and they've got it caught, and then knocked out of his hands at the last second, tipped away at the very last instance there by Matt Strecker, and Strecker knocked it away from Pacheco in what might have been the first play from scrimmage that led to a touchdown. For Carney Catholic, John Hoosman will play wide receiver. He's a senior, 5'11", 160 pounds. Brady Holtmeyer came across in motion. He's the running back. He's a senior, 6'2", 190 pounds. Wide receivers, Chad Bartholomew, a 5'10", senior. Brett Kaiser, a 6'2", junior. And senior, Eric Pacheco, 5'9", 155 pounds. And the quarterback is Matt Masker, 6'2", 205 pounds, and a junior. They'll hand off to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer has a big hole. Gets it across the 45 to about the 47-yard line. That'll be a gain of about 13 going right up the middle here for Brady Holtmeyer. And again, your starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. I needed those two minutes. They took yeah, you the did. <laughs> But a great start here for Carney Catholic as they nearly get the touchdown and then a nice run right up the middle. So they show a little bit of the uh, flash and now the dash right up the middle for a gain of 13. And now just off the shoulder of Masker will be Holtmeyer after that 13-yard run. They'll hand it back to him again. He'll go right up the middle and again a pretty good size hole across the 50 to about the 45. That's a gain of eight. Two carries, 21 yards for one Brady Holtmeyer. Yeah, and that's one thing that they wanted to do, Randy, is spread them out and then try to go deep on them a couple of times. And Coach Harvey was saying that it might open up for the running game. It's exactly what has happened right here. Brady's had two good runs here for Carney Catholic. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Your yield leader, contact Terry Jason Stark, our New Tech Seed dealer near you. Masker right at the 50-yard line. Again, same play right up the middle. This one closes a little bit sooner. Holtmeyer is going to push the pile forward, and I think he's pushing far enough ahead to about the 43-yard line where they're going to move the chains. It's awfully close. From our vantage point, it looks like he has it, and the white hat there is eyeing it, and we'll see if it brings the chains out. And nope, they don't need to bring the chains out. That's going to be first and 10, Carney Catholic. Yeah, just a nice hard run there by Brady. You know, like you said, Randy got met right at the line of scrimmage and just kept his feet driving, and the line just got a little bit more of a surge there and uh, picked up the first down for Carney Catholic. So, again, the Stars, this is their very first possession. Nice return by Pacheco. Nearly had the touchdown, but let's uh, tip our hat here to uh, Matt Strecker, who made a nice defensive play to knock it away from Pacheco before he could bring it into his body. They'll hand it off here to uh, Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer getting the edge. He's got a lead blocker out there. He'll cut back in at the 30, and he'll be down at about the 27-yard line. That's going to be another gain of about 16 on the play, and the Stars are moving the chains again. Yeah, that's a nice job up, 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 up front for Carney Catholic as Eli Richter came around there, and he, he sealed that middle linebacker there, Randy, and uh, got a good push-out kick by uh, 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 Nate uh, Williams on that one, too. And then Brady had a nice running lane there for a Carney Catholic. Nice run by Brady. And Hoosman downfield had a pretty good block. That's yeah. where the play ended. But he basically was blocking two guys at the same time. So they moved the chains. First and 10 from the 27. Out of that pistol is Masker. Masker calls for it. Puts it in the belly. Holtmeyer had a little bit of a seam. Puts his head down. And he's going to be stopped short at about the 22-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about four. 
Yep, just nice hard run right up the middle, taking it to the right side. Brady got a little bit of a line surge, had a little bit of opening there, Randy, and a nice little run for Brady. Uh, Carney Catholic's right on pace here, about the 25, 26, 23-yard line here for Carney Catholic. Five straight carries for Brady Holtmeyer on this drive after the long incompletion, the near miss, if you will. Again, out of that pistol, they'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Bartholomew, and they'll uh, – Run that little sweep out here for Holtmeyer, and Holtmeyer is going to be pulled down from behind. He'll be slowed down there by uh, one of the linebackers. That's Will Sonderman, yep. who makes that play on the backside, and then help came, and that's actually going to be a loss of a couple on the play. It's going to be third in about nine. Yeah, just tried to do that little read option off that and gave it to Brady uh, going to the left side. Uh, Columbus Scotus did a good job, Randy. The linebackers kind of came on a blitz on that one and, uh, you know, got Brady on the backfield there. But sort of bring down third and about eight for Carney Catholic here. And they're going to spread it out. There is no backs in the backfield. They're going to empty out that backfield here for Masker. He's going to have three wide receivers on the left, which is the short side of the field, two on the wide side of the field to his right. Including out there on that right side is going to be Bartholomew. He's looking to the left side. Now he's looking back to Bartholomew over the right side. And there's some contact there, but it is incomplete. I think we just got feet tangled up as we were trying to find the ball there. And it's going to fall incomplete. And uh, is this going to be a field goal situation here? Yeah, you know, it's uh, right that line, you know, Randy, you know, they're looking over here. looks like they're going to go for it here. They aren't sending the field goal unit on. But like you said, you know, they tried to get Brady on that little wheel route out of this backfield here, Randy. Uh, and that's one thing that they uh, mentioned uh, they're going to try to do a lot of is getting Brady out on that backside there and uh, seeing if he can get, can't get the ball and have, make something happen. So it's going to be fourth and eight from the 25-yard line. They forego the 42-yard field goal attempt by Hoyt. And they'll put a man in motion, so there's going to be uh, three to the right. Masker's going to throw it out left side. He's got a man out there. It's caught in the end zone. Touchdown, Pacheco. 25 yards, and what a brilliant throw by Masker. Stride for stride. Yep, they faked that handoff to Brady coming to the right side. Kind of got that linebackers coming out of there, Randy, and then they sent Pacheco going down that middle off that, and they had two receivers on the right side going straight down, and Pacheco kind of ran into the middle, and just a perfect pass for Matt Masker to Pacheco for the touchdown for Carney Catholic. You could not have handed that ball to him any better than it was delivered by Matt Masker on that five points bank touchdown. And now Hoyt, instead of trying the long field goal, will try the extra point. Good snap. Nice job there by Bach to uh, get it down, and the kick is good. Caleb Hoyt punches in the extra point, and the Stars march right down the field on their first possession. They needed four downs to uh, score that touchdown on the very end of the drive, but they take a 7-0 lead here after the Five Points Bank touchdown. All of our touchdowns brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Stars leading it here 7-0. We'll kick it off. We come back after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here at Miles Field. And we were talking about during the break, Don, that was good coverage. Yes, very good coverage. He was maybe a half a step behind him, Randy, and uh, Matt Matsker laid that in there just perfect uh, to Pacheco. But like we said, it was good coverage on there for SCOTUS. So now Hoyt, after punching in the extra point, he'll kick the ball up high. 
And it's going to be picked up on that right side. I think that's Jarecki. Jarecki trying to find a little bit of a wall. Has a little bit of a wall, but they, the Stars are able to bust that wall apart. And actually, it's going to be Cush that comes up with the uh, carry here. Couldn't sell from that far side if that was a 7 or a 1. They were yeah. back, back uh, Both of them were back deep. And uh, it's going to be brought out. And, again, solid field position yep. here. First and 10 from the 32 here for the Shamrocks. Yep, and that's, uh, you know... Like you said, Randy, you know, he's looking for a wall there, and he found the wall. And like you said, Carney Catholic kind of came in there and busted through it. But good field position, you know, for uh, uh, Shamrocks here to start their possession. And I'll get some of the uh, defensive starters here for Carney Catholic in a moment. They're going to hand it off to Cush on that right side. And Cush is just uh, kind of a student body yep. right, but he cut back against the grain a little bit. And he's going to end up gaining about uh, about six. Holtmeyer led the tackle. Yep, and they give that ball, you know, kind of on that wing tee, and he's comes in motion, Randy, and they give it to him. And like you said, he follows those other two blockers out there in front and then kind of cut it back. Nice run, nice nice run for SCOTUS right here. A lot of those offensive starters start on defense. We'll give you the defensive-only starters here in just a moment. Quick pitch out here for Jarecki. Jarecki trying to get the edge, and he's going to be forced out of bounds at about, uh, might be back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. Yeah, uh, A couple of those defensive-only starters we need to mention. Ryan Blake, you'll mention his name a lot. He'll play linebacker, 5'10", senior uh, at defensive line. Colby Shires, 6'1", 200 pounds, starts defensively as well, only on the defensive side. Nathan Williams, a 6'1", senior, plays a lot of offense, but he'll play linebacker. And also on the defensive line, Nathan Dutenhofer, a 6'1", senior, he'll play defensive end. They're heading toward Dutenhofer, but they're going to roll out instead. They're looking to throw, and the quarterback's just going to tuck and go. And so Tyler Palmer gets that right side, and he is going to be short of the first down. It was third and five, and uh, he only gained about two, two and a half or so, and Shires led the tackle. Yeah, and like you said, Randy, he rolled out to that right side. He wanted to look, and... Uh... And I'm, I'm, yeah. and I'm sorry, I was looking at the wrong official, so I was looking at the wrong set of feet where the ball was. It is awfully close to a first down. And, again, the yep. way I did that makes sounds like there's some malfeasance going on out there. <laughs> but the error was on my part, not the fies, uh, the guys with the uh, striped shirts. They're going to stretch out the chains. I think it's going to be short, and it is. Nope, nope that's nope. just enough. Just barely. Just enough. Yeah, just by about an inch there, Randy, for the, for the first down. But he rolled out to that right side looking for a guy on that right side running a little square out. Uh, it wasn't there. Took off running. Uh, he got hit short of the line to make, but then kind of spun around and uh, fell forward to make the first down for Scotus. So Scotus gets their first first down. They go with a very tight formation here. Hand off to the first back coming through, and Carney Catholic was ready for it. Making the tackle there was Ty Connolly as the ball was uh, run right up the middle by Eric Mustard. Yep. And Mustard gained about a yard. Yeah, just quick handoff, Randy, right up the middle. Like you said, Ty Conley stuck right in there. And they go a little quick here. They're playing with a little tempo. They hand it off on that right side, running hard. And uh, on that far side, I can't see leading the tackle was Holtmeyer. And Shohan with the carry. He's going to carry it out to about the 50, so that's a gain of six. Yep, just going quickly off that, Randy. They just went, you know, to that back on this, this side, and he follows those guys up the, up on that right side and picks up a good chunk of and yards. There was double movement there. They're going to throw the flag here, and uh, Scotus is going to come hand it off to one of those wingbacks coming through, but they yep. had two players for Scotus moving at the same time. One of their wings on that right side who was about to get the ball moved a little bit before the snap, yep. and they had a guy in motion. So them is the violations of the rules. Yep. So it's going to cost him not only that, that three-yard gain, it's going to back him up. Instead of it being first and ten, it's going to be third and eight. Yep. 
They, they did that uh, a few times, Randy. They like that play where they bring a guy in motion, they give that ball to him, and then they hand it back to another guy coming around. But that time, both of them were you know, just a little bit hesitant to going forward there. Uh, one, but one guy took off just a little too soon for two of them going in motion at once. The ball is spotted at the 45-yard line, right at the 45. And I'd say they got to get about to the you know, 46 and a half. Well, so they got to gain about two and a half yards past midfield. So yep. not quite eight here. And under center will be Palmer. Man comes across in motion. He's only got one back in the backfield. Palmer's going to roll this way. He's got a man opening underneath, but he's got a lot of pressure. Airs it out. It's going to be tipped away, and Carney Catholic can't quite come up with it, which might be just as well because that would have been a heck of a punt. That was a long throw there by Palmer as he was being drilled by Connolly, and it was a little bit of a tip drill. It was knocked away by Hoosman, and I think, uh, was it uh, Bartholomew? Bartholomew, yeah. Yeah, Chad Bartholomew almost got the tip. Yep. And I was, you know, he rolled out this way to this left side here, Randy, and he had a guy that's out on this left side, and then he went across the middle, like you said, and uh, Hoosman was stride for stride, tipped it away, and just about picked off by Bartholomew on the tip pass. Tate Von Cannon will be doing the punting here. He averages about 33 and a half yards per punt. Not much pressure. He puts the foot into it, and it's going to be picked up right at the 20-yard line by Pacheco. Pacheco trying to cut against the grain, slips and falls on that far side. This time of year, you know, the, the footing does get, get, it'll get yep. maybe just a little bit dewy. Your, your cleats don't sink in there quite as well as it used to when this field was a little bit greener than it is, but still the field is in very, very good shape, and it is a great night for football. Beautiful weather here. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Work and growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information, and get the most out of every acre. Well, that's easy. Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on their smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer and Impact Ag Partners. First and 10, obviously, here for the Stars. They're going to hand it off on that jet sweep. Have a little bit of a seam. Busting through there is going to be Pacheco, and he'll come across and be down at about the 38-yard line. So we move from the 27 to the 38, and that's going to be a gain of 35 yards. Yeah, just on that jet sweep, they faked the handoff up the middle to Brady and gave that ball to to uh, Pacheco coming around on that jet sweep. And the guys out here, Randy, did a great job of walling that off. And Pacheco made one guy miss right at the line of scrimmage. A nice run for Pacheco on that right side. So they gain 35. They only need 38 more. And Masker looking to throw. And he airs it out on that right side. Pretty good coverage. And they're going to call pass interference. The coverage was really good. But the the defender did not turn yep. around and look for the ball. The Carney Catholic receiver on that far side fought to get back to the ball. And that's yep. what Hoosman does. Yep. He fights to get... His hands on any ball that's in the air, and that is going to be a 10-yard uh, penalty here on uh, SCOTUS. Yep. It's not on a first down, but it's first and 10, so you do the math. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like you said, you know, he's trying to connect with uh, John Hoosman. Uh, SCOTUS likes to run a lot of man-to-man, and they got one free safety back there kind of reading going and flowing to one side or the other. But he had Hoosman, uh, you know, out there, and he tried to get that ball, like you said, Randy. And uh, Hoosman was trying to come back towards the ball um, in the – you know, defender, he was stride for stride with Hoosman, uh, just didn't turn around and, and see the ball, though. It was good coverage. It's yep. 70 degrees out there. The wind has really died down. It says eight miles an hour is the uh, wind, but I, I don't know. <laughs> it might be about half of that. There is a little bit of wind out there, but a great night for football. We are blessed with a beautiful evening here at Miles Field. Out of the pistol, Masker will roll to his right. Holtmeyer picks up a key block. Masker directing traffic. He's going to throw, and he's going to throw the ball into the sideline, and it's going to be caught at about the five-yard line. 
I thought he was throwing it away, but no, he was throwing it into the hands of Brett Kaiser. Yep. You know, Kaiser kind of went down the sideline there, ran. He ran a little bit of an out route, and then another person uh, looked like Caleb Hoyt kind of ran a little uh, curl route. And uh, as he rolled out here to this right side, Kaiser went on down the field, and he threw it downfield. And it looked like he was just going to throw it away, but he connected with Kaiser right down about the six-yard line. A lesser quarterback would have thrown it away, and yeah. that had been a good play. Yep. That was a brilliant play. First and goal from the six. Masker rolling to his left. There was a left side. He's got a man out there caught by Hoosman. Did he get the pylon? Did he get the touchdown? Yes, he did. Yep, just a nice out route for Hoosman, and another person was out there on that left side. I don't know who that was on the left side. Kind of ran an in route and kind of drug that through the middle there, and uh, you know, so he threw that ball out there and connected with him. And touchdown for Carney Catholic here right off the bat again, Randy. So second possession. Second possession. Stars right now two for two in terms of punching the ball in the end zone. Both of them great passes by Matt Masker. So now Bach awaiting the snap here to create the hold. It's a little bit high. Bach has trouble with it. It was a little bit too high, and it ends up being blocked. Again, it's the errant snap there. The hold, yep. he got it down, but the timing was thrown off a little bit, so the kick is no good. And the Stars have a 13-0 lead with 5.40 to go here in the first quarter. A great five-points bank touchdown again. Thrown from Matt Masker, this time to Hoosman, and the Stars lead at 13 to nothing. Back to Miles Field right after this timeout. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back here to Miles Field. And again, uh, hasn't met a lot of misses on the year for Caleb Hoyt, uh, kicking the extra points. And that one, you re- yeah, it goes against his numbers. But yep. uh, the, the snap was a little bit high. Bach did a good job of getting a hold down. But enough pressure coming up the middle here for Scotus to get a hand on that and block it. Yeah, like you said, Randy, just threw everything a little bit off, you know, trying to get it up there and get it down. And it just threw everything off a little bit. And here he'll do a kind of a line drive, a little uh, punch of the kickoff. It's picked up at about the 20-yard line. And one of the upbacks, and they're going to throw him forward to about the 40. So, again, that's going to be a good starting uh, field position here. As Actually, it was Cush who was able to play shortstop. And he went up there yeah. and literally caught that, putting his hands down, getting low on the ball like you'd see a shortstop to pick it up. And he's able to bring it out to about the 40-yard line. Yep, exactly right, Randy. Like you said, he, you know, that little kind of squib kick down there. And like you said, he came up, you know, and then uh, fielded it just exactly like a shortstop did and took straight ahead and got to the 40-yard line. Yeah, you don't really want your uh, kick return to drop your knee, though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad idea. Ball run right up the middle here by Matt Strecker. And Strecker is going to have a gain of about four on the play. And if that name is somewhat familiar to you folks, it could be because his uncle Dan Strecker was the head football coach at Kearney Catholic in the early to mid-70s. And that is his uncle. So Dan Strecker, the uh, the uncle of Matt Strecker and Dan, coached at Kearney Catholic some time back. Yeah, Good folks good over at SCOTUS uh, giving us some of that information. We appreciate that because I did not know that. They're going to pitch it out to Strecker. Strecker's got a lot of green jerseys in front of him. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, maybe gain about one yard there. So Strecker has back-to-back carries, and it's going to be third and 
just a little bit short of five yards to go. Yep, they tossed it out here to him, Randy, coming to the left side, Carney Catholic's right side. Nathan Williams did a great job of stringing things out, stringing things out, and got in on the tackle, too, and uh, with Brady Holtmeyer and John Hoosman right there also. And I'll go through some of these numbers for the SCOTUS running backs here in a little bit and just kind of show you how much they do spread this ball around. They come across in motion. That's Shohan. They do a little counter back the other way. And Pacheco's going to help stand him up right at the line of attack with Hoosman. Also in there was Nathan Williams. Nathan Dutenhofer playing his position yep. at the defensive end, not getting turned. Everybody doing their job there for Carney Catholic, exactly. and there was no gain on the play. Exactly what's right, Randy. Everybody did their assignment on that play because they you know, gave it to the one guy and came back around on the reverse to the other way, and everybody was in their position. They didn't go with the flow. They didn't go with the flow. They stayed right there in their positions at Carney Catholic. And you just have to just be so true and yep. so trusting to what your reads are and what you're supposed to do. Von Cannon to punt here. He'll get the snap. Not much pressure. Puts his foot into it at about the uh, 42-yard line. A high kick and falling down and then making the catch and pouncing on the ball there is going to be Pacheco. Pacheco's had a couple of slips uh, out there so far here in the early stages of the game, but he's also had some big plays as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and that's one of those. He was backpedaling, backpedaling, just went to plant that foot and take that step forward, Randy, to receive that. And uh, feet went out under him, but he ended up getting the ball right at the 20-yard line. We'll keep a close eye on it for you throughout the course of the night. But uh, the number eight seed in Class A at home, that would be the Carney High Bearcats just across town here, taking on their arch rivals from Grand Island. Get those two teams together for tiddlywinks. That's a heck of a matchup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you get them together for a uh, state playoff game. It's an even bigger deal, and that is on. Classic hits 98-9. Masker going to roll out. He's got Hoosman out in the flat. He catches it at the 20, puts his head down. He's across the 30, and going to be forced out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. That's a gain of 15 here for the Stars, and that that's easy. That, yeah. looked, that looked like that's going to be there all night long for the Stars. Exactly. You know, just a little hesitation route by John Hoosman hitting them out here in the flats. They sent two guys deep on the route, Randy, and then hit him out here in the flats, uh, and John Hoosman picks up 15 yards on the play. Uh, almost 16. Well, yeah. In fact, we should call it Probably 16 because yep. the ball is at the 36-yard line, and we have a flag down on the far side before they uh, snap the ball, and we'll see if somebody lined up in the neutral zone. And I think they're pointing to the guys in the yellow pants. That would be Columbus Scotus. Yep. Scotus has the uh, yellow, the gold pants. They're both green and gold. Both have different definitions of what green is yeah. and different definitions <laughs> of what gold is. But uh, the gold pants here for Columbus Scotus, the gold helmets with a green stripe and, of course, that shamrock on the side. And Carney Catholic with that uh, KC on the side of their helmet in green on the gold helmet, green pants and green jerseys, gold numbers, letters, and trim. And you're caught up with the fashion accessories here. And it's now first and five for Carney Catholic. Masker will roll to his left, throw it in on that other side. That one's going to be caught by Pacheco. Pacheco makes one man miss. He has a gain of 10, brings it across the midfield, puts his head down. That's going to be a 12-yard gain, and yep. Carney Catholic will be in enemy territory again. Yep, just that same little kind of route on this, the left side, Rand, and you kind of mentioned it before when Carney Catholic sees something. They'll go to it you know, two or three times in a row, and that's exactly the same route that John Hoosman ran on this right side. Pacheco runs on that left side, a little flat route out in the flats there, and they send two guys deep and hit, hit Pacheco, and he picks up another first down for Carney Catholic. And then they'll mess with your head, and they'll fake that play that they just ran yeah. before and do the fake the, the play that comes off of that. Rolling out his masker. Throws it in underneath. Going to be caught by Pacheco, by, uh, um, Caleb. by Caleb Hoyt. Hoyt yep. puts his foot down, makes a couple of men miss. Still running. Makes another guy miss. Collects a face mask at the 30-yard line. 
And so he moves it from the 48 inside the 30-yard line, and we're going to be able to tack on about 15 more, well, probably just five yards because they didn't really grab it very long. But what a great job of planting that foot by Caleb Hoyt. And there is a player down here for uh, Columbus SCOTUS near midfield. And the training staff for Carney Catholic got out there very, very quickly to attend to him. Yep. And they got out there quick as on their near sideline. And the training staff for SCOTUS comes over here as well. Yeah. And the young player, the they are rolling him over now, though. Initially, when he was face down, you fear the worst. They rolled him over like that. So it, it, it isn't the worst. It might be bad, but it's not going to be uh, what we really fear when we think about uh, the injuries in high school football. Well, they're going to sort this one out. Hoyt took it from the uh, 48 to about the 28. So that'll be a gain of 20 on the play. Yeah, and like you said, Randy, just a nice play by Caleb Hoyt there, too. You know, he got that ball out here in the flats kind of again, like we mentioned the kind, you know, two times before, and he made the first guy miss, and then he took it down the sideline, planted his foot right along the sideline there, and went back in. That's where he got the face mask as they kind of reached back to try to get him. And, uh, you know, and then he you know got it all the way down to the 28, and then they tack on the uh, um, penalty yards for him. <laughs> for the face mask, but a great run by Caleb Hoyt. Yeah, we do have a stoppage here. A, great, a lot of yards after contact there for Hoyt. We uh, do have a stoppage here. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick break, or, and uh, we'll give you an update on uh, what we find here with the injury, have a better idea of who the SCOTUS player is that's hurt at midfield. 2.56 to go here in the first quarter. Carnic Catholic is driving again, and they'll have the ball first and 10 from the 23. When we come back to Miles Field, Stars leading at 13 nothing. we come back after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. We still have not seen the uh, number of the injured player here for Columbus SCOTUS, but they are sitting the young man up, and that's a, and they have not been working on uh, ankles or uh, knees or yep. hips or anything like that. It's whatever it is. It's a, it's a it's a it's above the waist, and probably I think we're probably looking at maybe a concussion issue here. If I had to guess, yes, and all yep. I'm doing is speculating because we are watching a tremendous run by Caleb Hoyt, but they're going to be helping the young man off here in just a few moments. So. Again, this uh, can be a whole lot worse than uh, what we were afraid of here. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And we got a lot of eyes on it, and I think we may have come up with a number. Yeah, if they th think it might be number 85, uh, Tate Van Cannon. Van Cannon. Cannon, yeah. Cannon. Yeah. He, that's the one that uh, they look like right in here, Randy. But uh, it's one of those things that uh, – you know, the play was happening, you know, downfield here and uh, right at the line of scrimmage is where this one kind of happened at about 48. And I, you know, we, we all took our eye off to see what's going on. And then you know, I saw Coach Harvey kind of run out to the officials and point back that, you know, somebody's down back here for SCOTUS. And, and again, it, what kind of added to our consternation that we were kind of fearful that was a pretty serious thing was just how quickly the Carney Catholic training staff yeah. got out there to attend to him. Uh, they sprinted. And because a lot of times if it's something pretty minor, 
you, you'll usually let the other training staff come over and yep. take care of it. But again, it's uh, the nearest side to Carney Catholic, and they got out there very, very quickly. And uh, they're still attending here to uh, Von Cannon. Uh, we'll remind you that we'll have our Friday night scoreboard show coming up at the conclusion of uh, our game. Uh, well, actually, the game across town. Uh, Carney High playing host to uh, Grand Island after Doug has the uh, final call of that one. We'll have the Ruts Heating and Air Friday night scoreboard show. A little bit of an abbreviated version because all the eight-man action took place last night, but we'll get you updated from across the state. And we can give you some of those scores uh, for you right now. Omaha North right now is tied with Lincoln Southwest 7-7. to That game is in the first quarter. Uh, the other scores in Class A, not too much scoring going on here in the early stages, but uh, four-seeded Omaha Burke has a 7-0 lead over Pius the 10. They played at 4 o'clock, and Miller North had no problem with Omaha Westside. So the number three seed moves on 42-14. to Creighton Prep has a 7-0 lead over Norfolk. That game is in the first quarter. Also in the first quarter, uh, number two seed Bellevue West has a 6-0 lead over Lincoln High. And again, no report yet, no score between Kearney and Grand Island. We have a report, just no score. And they are helping uh, Von Cannon off the field here. He's got uh, an arm over either coach. And it looks like he's putting – I'm not seeing a a limp here, but they are attending to him. And, again, all we're doing is speculating here. We're uh, speculating that uh, we think it might be – he might be concussed. Yeah, now he said, Randy, they're just helping him off. No, no limps or nothing. And they, they, uh, you know, we kind of looked at him because right down here in front of us and they weren't working on any of his, you know, ankles or knees or anything like that. Um, But uh, he's walking off with a little bit with some help with his coaches and stuff. So. You know, hopefully everything turns out well for them. All right, that's our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life, two locations in Kearney. Stars scored on their first two drives of the ball game. They lead it 13 to nothing. They now have a first and 10 from the 23-yard line after a great run there by Caleb Hoyt making the catch. And they're going to run the uh, fake to jet sweep, give it off to Cooper Holbrook. And Holbrook is tackled behind the line of scrimmage as they faked one handoff. Holbrook came across on the other side, and that's going to be a loss of about three on the play. Yeah, like you said, Randy, they kind of faked that jet sweep to Pacheco coming to the right side, and then they gave it back to uh, um, Cooper Holbrook going up the middle there. And uh, yeah, Scotus did a really good job of getting some penetration and uh, making uh, Cooper lose some yardage on that play. So it's going to be second and 13 from about the 26-yard line. Their last drive by the Stars, well, their first drive by the Stars, they got the touchdown on fourth down. And uh, they are behind schedule here, but obviously with a passing attack, are they really? Masker trips to the left, will roll out to the left, and he's still rolling out, looking to throw, and he finds a target near the first down sticks. It is caught, putting his head down and fighting for extra yards, I believe, and I can't see the number real well, but I think that's Bartholomew yep. out there. Yep, that was Chad Bartholomew. And like you said, Randy, he rolled out to, you know, he's looking over to the side on this right side. He, nothing was there, so he rolled out to the left side, and uh, as he started to roll out there, the guys kind of came off of Chad Bartholomew to come up here to pursue Matsker, and then Matsker fired one right to Chad Bartholomew for the first down for Carnegie Catholic. So Bartholomew on the season right at exactly 100 yards receiving on the air. He gains 18 yards there on his 11th catch. And number 11 will ask for the ball here on first and goal from the eight. And now he's barking it out. He's got trips to the left. Going to hand it right up the middle here for Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer dodging, weaving, ducking, driving. And he's trying to get it inside the goal line. He brings it inside the five. We'll see where they spot it. 
I don't, you know, I think he got about half of it. I think that's about the four yard line. No, they put it right at the five. Yep. So that's going to be a gain of three. And like you said, Randy, he did a good job. You know, he got the ball back there in the backfield. Then he kind of got up to the line of scrimmage, took a step to the right, and then took one back to the left. And then he got, you know, about another two steps up and did the exact same thing, kind of dodging and weaving in through there. But nice run by Brady Holtmeyer. And again, it's a pretty run that yep. gains three yards. Yep. Yeah. But uh, again, you don't want negative yards here. Second and goal from the five. Masker calls it out. Holtmeyer is going to go to the left side, which is the short side. Quarterback keeper, Masker trying to get the edge, puts his head down, dives to the goal line. He's got his helmet in there to the goal line. They're going to mark him short, though. I think his helmet got to the goal line, but the football did not. Yep. So that's going to be a gain of four. They noticed on that, you know, they kind of wanted to get that little, uh, you know, kind of screen out here and. uh Columbus Scotus did a real good job once it snapped. They came firing up out of there, Randy. So then they, he looked over here to the left side, nothing there. And he you know, goes, well, I'm going to take off and see what I can get. And got it right down to, you know, about the one-yard line, maybe a little closer than that, too, did Matsker. So it's going to be third and goal here from the one. Holtmeyer off the left shoulder. Masker rolling out to that side. He's looking to throw. He's going to chuck in the end zone. There's coverage there. The ball is caught. Is it in the end zone? Yes, it is. Another touchdown. Another dart thrown by Masker into the corner. Yep, I, don't, I think it was Pacheco, I think, on that one. On, or was it Bartholomew? I think it was Bartholomew. It is Bartholomew. It took yeah. us a while for him to come out of the yeah. dark from that corner over there <laughs> to see where that But that was a dart. Yes, it was. You know, and He was looking you know, back to the middle off that, Randy, and uh, it wasn't there. So then he looked at the short guy on the left, and then Bartholomew was in that deep corner over there, and he fired it right to him. A nice catch by Bartholomew for the touchdown. A five points bank touchdown, the third touchdown toss of the night here for Masker. Better snap, better hold as a result. Timing of this one is good, and the kick is good. So the Stars now scoring on their very first three drives of the first quarter, and they've got a 20 to nothing lead with nine seconds to go in quarter number one. The Stars looking good so far. they got a long way to go, though. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back to Miles Field right after this timeout. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together, we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. And, uh, you know, that was just dark. Yeah. You know, you almost have to catch that one in self-defense. But Bartholomew, who is well covered. Yeah. I mean, the, the touchdown passes so far have been to guys who are well covered. Yep. And, and he's just putting uh, them in those tight spots that the Kearney Catholic receivers are coming down with them, Randy. But like you said, they do, they're doing a pretty good coverage, too. Wait, we'll kick it up ahead. I think that's Cush with the return right up the middle again. There's a pretty good block, a pretty good block on one of the Carney Catholic players that just kind of standing there and uh, waiting. It's actually Shohan that came up with it. Yeah, and, and just like you said, Randy, going right up the middle off that, uh, trying to get a little bit of a push or out of there and uh, hitting that uh, wall and, uh, you know, doing a good job. They got, you know, back there up here about the 35-yard line is Columbus Scotus. And they'll have it first and 10 from the 35. This, unless there's something weird that happens, will be the final play of the first quarter. They run that little counter on that right side. It's Shohan who has a uh, seam right up the middle, and Shohan is busted clear. He's at the 30, and there's nobody by him. He's at the 10, 5, touchdown. That's going to be 65 yards for Shohan on a little inside reverse. Yep, and they've done that. 
know, that, that's one of their plays that they like to do. Randy is that little inside reverse out of that and taking the ball. Shohan did a good job, you know, hitting the hole extremely hard. And once he got, you know, by the linebackers, there was no safety there uh, for Carney Catholic. And he runs in for the touchdown for Columbus Scotus. So Evan Shohan with his seventh touchdown run of the season. This one is 65 yards. And the extra point uh, coming up here from Shohan, who might be a little winded. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know I would be, but Shohan, <laughs> yeah. no doubt about it, in better shape than I am. Shohan to try the extra point. It's a high snap. They're going to have to go for two. They're rolling out on that right side. They're looking to throw. They throw it against the traffic. There's a lot of pressure there, and it's going to be caught for a two-point conversion. Rolling out wide to the right is Cush, and Cush just basically threw it on the other side blindly thinking that probably everybody from Carney Catholic would roll to the right, and he was right. Yep. So the and that's exactly what he did, Randy, a you know, high snap. So then he took off and went to the right side. He looked, there was nobody there for uh, Scotus, and he just threw it clear back across the, the grain there and just going, well, if, if they're going with me, there's got to be somebody maybe on that back side, and there was a connection for Columbus Scotus. So Shohan gets the touchdown. They get kind of a miraculous two-point conversion. And now the Stars are up by a dozen. With 12 minutes on the clock, we'll have the second half, second quarter. We'll kick off the second quarter when we come back to Miles Field right after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. And a nice run by Shohan, a five points bank touchdown from 65 yards away here for Columbus Scotus. And again, they didn't want to go for two. They didn't mean to go for two. They had to go for two with a uh, high snap. And let's get for a hat here to Cush because that was a one-handed catch literally from his knees standing up to make the catch and then rolling out and having having a plan. Yeah. And they're actually with two SCOTUS players down there. I think it was Nathan Williams who saw it, yep. hustled his way back there, and was just a scant too late to knock it away. Exactly. And then, and like you said, a great job, you know, for him to reach up there and grab it and then take off with it. And like you said, throw it clear back across, and Nathan Williams was just about there to knock it down. So Shohan will kick it off. The Stars will pick it up at the five-yard line here on the kickoff. From the five is number five. Pacheco will bring it across the 25. That's where the hole closes. He's still fighting for extra yards, and he's going to get out to about the 28, and that's uh, where the Stars will set up shop here. Again, the uh, long 65-yard run was the last play of the first quarter, so we switched ends for the kickoff, which is kind of an unusual circumstance, but (laughs) that's where we find ourselves. In uh, Class B, uh, eight-seeded Aurora is leading York 14 to nothing. Scott's Bluff at home has a 28-12 lead over Blair. And uh, McCook and Grand Island Northwest just getting started out in the southwestern part of the state. Shotgun formation here from Asker. Stars scored on their first three possessions of the game. High snap, but he handles it. He'll roll out to the right, finds Pacheco, or Hoosman, rather. Hoosman will bring it across the 40 to about the 43, 44-yard line. That's going to be a gain of at least 16, and we'll see where they spot it. And He's actually put his head down and got across the 45, so that's going to be a gain of 19. Yeah, just a nice, quick little out on that right side there, Randy. They sent the 
he was the middle receiver, and they sent the one on the outside and the one on the middle deep, and then he just run a little bit of a hitch and nice connection and makes a nice run afterwards. So Masker near midfield, first and 10 from about the 47. High snap, juggles it a little bit, and he's got time to throw, though, and he'll throw it to a wide-open receiver. That's going to be Kaiser. Kaiser makes one man miss, has the edge, has the 10, has the 5, has the touchdown! But there is a flag down at the point of attack yeah. on that far side, side over there. So as he rolled out to this left side, Randy, uh, Kaiser kind of went back across the middle. They threw that ball back across the middle on that one, but uh, we'll have to see what this uh, flag here is, is here. But uh, nice connection for him to run clear across. And an eligible receiver downfield. One of the linemen went downfield on that play. Yeah. And, well, and they'll, give, they'll give you a couple yards. Yeah. They will. They'll give yeah. you a couple yards. The flag is actually across midfield at about the 49 and a half. That would have been about three and a half, four yards downfield. Yeah. And, it's, you know, it was one of those, you know, he was rolling out, rolling out, kind of looking down, looking down. Then that's when Kaiser kind of broke across. And uh, maybe one of the guys is going, well, he's in trouble. Let's get him. You know, get downfield, make a block and stuff, and you can't kind of blame them on some of those. But uh, No, you always want to protect your quarterback. Yeah. You want to help your quarterback as a lineman. But here's what I will say. How often do you actually see Masker scramble? Exa- yeah, exactly. He, yep. he will throw it away a lot more often than he'll tuck and go. Yep. Yep. And SCOTUS is going to call a timeout here. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. 11.21 to go, second quarter. A late touchdown and a two-point conversion by Columbus Scotus at the end of the first quarter. Makes this one a little bit more interesting. The Stars have scored every possession so far. They lead it 20-8. And we'll be back with their first and 15 play right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. And Carney does have the lead over Grand Island, seven to nothing. They're in the second quarter across town on our station, Classic Hits 98.9 FM. A reminder for you that all of our games do stream live at Platte River Radio, all of our Platte River Radio group of stations, and at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And it's brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Masker dropping back to pass, looking to throw. Chad Bartholomew. Bartholomew makes a nice catch. That's going to be, they're going to get back the five yards that they gave away with the uh, penalty just a little bit ago, and it's now going to be second and ten. Yeah, him and, him and uh, Holtmeyer on that side just ran little hook routes, and uh, Chad Bartholomew made the, or Masker made the connection with Chad Bartholomew on that right side there. Nice five-yard gain for Carney Catholic. Yeah, so they gained the five yards to get back the five from the penalty. They didn't get the touchdown back yet. They're working on it. Took a little time to spot the ball. They're going to go with a diamond formation to the wide side of the field to the left. So they got four receivers over there. They have one out on the right side. And they're going to set it out here. Pass out to uh, 
Pacheco. Pacheco's going to fight his way through there and going to gain about four, maybe four and a half. Nice tackle there by Jarecki as there were three blockers out there, and Jarecki kind of was able to slip yep. through a couple of those. It's still going to be a gain of about four here for the Stars. Yeah, if he did a good job, Jarecki did it kind of squirting through in between those guys, Randy, getting back there to Pacheco and, uh, you know, making it a minimal game for Pacheco instead of one of those big ones because if he would have missed the tackle right there, he had some blockers out in front of him. Well, they're checking the wristbands. The ball is on the left hash mark. They're going to empty the backfield here for Masker. They're going to split out three wide outs to the right, wide side of the field, and two to the left. Masker on third and six right from midfield. He'll step up, he'll throw, and he'll go through the hands of his intended receiver, and it is incomplete. Jarecki with a nice bit of coverage there, but uh, a, a well-delivered ball that Kaiser had a shot at. Yep. And Jarecki may have knocked it away, but it falls incomplete. And we see Curtis Bach doing something besides holding the ball here. He's going to punt it. Yeah, and, that, and like you said, Randy, uh, Scotus was right there. Dwecky was right there, you know, as he made that little curl route. And, uh, you know, he delivered the ball to Kaiser, and right there was Dwecky to hit him and knock him out of the bounds and dislodge the football. So they'll snap it. Good snap here to Bach. Bach with a high kick. Puts the nose of the football high in the air. It's going to be caught at about the 18-yard line, and there is a – convention of guys with gold hats meeting right there as he uh, makes the catch he is enveloped by a large mob of Carney Catholic players they don't even need to bring him down he stops their forward progress at about the 18 yard line where he made the catch yeah that's uh, you know he made the catch right like you said Randy and then tried to take about one step and there was about three people right there uh, you know and they but but Kaiser being chief among them exactly Kaiser was one of them right there getting downfield and making the tackle for Carney Catholic so no return there off of a nice punt there by Bach. Stars put the ball in the end zone each of their possessions, but they took one of them back with the uh, um, man downfield. And another handoff here, to, I think that's Shohan, mm-hmm. and they're going to let him get out to about the 20-yard line, and that's where they'll mark it as he's driven back. As Carney Catholic, again, closed that hole quickly, and they brought a lot of numbers, including Ryan Blake. Yeah. Like you said, quick handoff to the fullback right up the middle on that one, Randy, and uh, tries to go to that right side. Got about two yards on the play, but uh, like you said, there's a lot of people closing down on that one. So, again, under center here is going to be Palmer. Palmer gives it off on that left side. They go off tackle. Carney Catholic's going to stand him up at about the 25. So gain of five as Cush is knocked backwards after getting it out to the 25-yard line. Yep, taking it to that left side, following his two lead blockers and the linemen that are up there, and just getting a good push out of it. Uh, so he made a nice little run out of it. It's going to be third and short here for Columbus Scotus. Third and three is exactly what they like to do. Uh, they, they played with some tempo earlier, yep. but they're taking their time in the huddle now and the guy from trying to write down stats really appreciates that i gotta admit <laughs> a couple of wing backs a couple of tight ends hard count here by palmer now palmer stands up i think he's calling an audible they put a man in motion now they're going to hand it off to him and cutting across the green here is going to be shohan shohan puts his head down he's across the 33 so that's a gain of seven oh, and they'll move the six shohan. yeah just coming to the right side out of that randy he had two young know, two people on the left side and he came back across here to this right side for scotus uh, Ty Connolly was right there to make the tackle for Carney Catholic, but uh, first down for Columbus Scotus here. We'll check some C1 scores for you coming up here in just a little bit. Under center, Palmer going to hand it off left side for Cush. Cush bounces to the outside, and he's going to get that sideline, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the 45-yard line, and that's going to be a gain of 12. Yep. 
And like you said, Randy, taking it to that left side, he kind of wanted to bounce into the middle off that, but uh, he looked in there. There was not nothing there, so he bounced out there to the last left side, got out to the outside, and makes the first down here for Columbus Scotus. The near official says he actually stepped out of bounds short of the 45, so it's about the 44, so that's a gain of 11, but it still moves the chains. And again, a quick handoff, fullback on the right side, and boy, as he paces as he comes through the hole, he gains about three. Mustard, mustard is uh, put Connelly on his back end there, there by Connolly. Yeah. yeah, coming to that, you know, gave it to the first guy up there, Randy, this time, and, uh, and he picks up about three, three and a half, four yards on the play, but Ty Conley came in there hard, made a nice tackle for Carney Catholic. Number 54 is running behind those pads, I will tell you that. I'll hand off here to Shohan. Shohan on that left side. Going to be stood up by Holtmeyer at midfield. He'll get it on to about the 49. So that's going to be a green of gain of four. And again, third and very manageable. Yep. You know, this time just coming to this right side again here, Randy. Trying, you know, they got a kick out on the end. And then they uh, followed that fullback up the middle on that one. Um, he got a little bit of a hat on, uh, I think, Ryan Blake on that one. Ryan Blake still got a piece of the tackle, but a nice run by uh, Columbus Scotus. Well, if you remember the last time these two teams got together in the playoffs, the home team had a big lead, and the visitors came back. Cut back against the grain. Williams is going to lead the tackle. That's going to be awfully close to the first down sticks, though, as Shohan cut against the grain there. Yep. And he got the first down out of it, Randy. And uh, like you said, just cutting back against the grain off that one. He made that uh, just enough to get the first down for uh, Scotus. But some nice runs here by Columbus Scotus to just kind of keep moving the football and converting on third downs for Scotus. Can't remember the line exactly from Remember the Titans, but something about as steady as Novocaine. Yeah, it's just, exactly. Again, they, they've gotten 10, 10 and a half yards the last two times they moved the chains. And they're going to run that little reverse. Hand off here to Cush to that left side. Cush going to be stood up by uh, Ryan Blake. And they'll bring it across the 45 to about the 43. That's going to gain about three. But, again, they hand off to one running back, yep. and they hand it back to that wing back coming against the grain. Yeah, and, that you know, that's one of their, uh, as you keep flowing, getting them flowing, getting them flowing, and they bring that wing back back in motion out of that. They give that handoff, inside handoff back to him, Randy, uh, and uh, sometimes it catches them off guard for a big gain. This one was only about three on the play. A little bit of movement up front. Yep. Uh, I'm not so sure the center snapped the ball when he was supposed to. I think it was a little bit, I think that one might Late, be on yep. the center because there were so many guys on the right side that moved early. That's going to cost him five yards, and they'll set up now second at about 12. Yeah, and that's like you said, Randy. It didn't look like, uh, it, you know, it was everybody. Just the center just didn't quite snap the ball because there was about four or five people that jumped on that one. Top seeded Newman has a 21 nothing lead over 16th seeded Syracuse. No one's surprised that they have a, a big early lead. A game of uh, interest, and we'll explain why later, Chase County and Ogallala, that kicks off at 8 o'clock. Carney Catholic right now, 20-8. They've got the lead. They'll take on the winner of Wahoo and Gothenburg, and right now, the Wahoo Warriors at home have a 30-14 lead. Palmer under center. They'll pitch it out. They drop the ball. They're looking to pass, and they'll lob it out. They've got a man wide open. It's going to be caught at the 10 and forced out of bounds at about the two-yard line. A nice lob out there to Taylor, and Dalton Taylor makes the catch. Yep, as they you know, toss it to the running back, at, you know, coming in motion there, Randy, and then uh, he throws it downfield as Carney Catholic kind of started sucking up on that one, and then the uh, receiver releases on it. He he was coming out like he was going to block, and then he just kind of released out of that and uh, got got behind Carney Catholic and got all the way down to the two-yard line. So Anthony Cush with the nice uh, pass there, and it's first and goal. They go off to the left side. Carney Catholic keeps him out of the end zone. They might have 
gain something there on first and goal from the two, but not a lot. Yeah, trying to take it to that left side. Following his uh, two um, backs up there, Randy, uh, there was not a uh, place to run out of it. Uh, and Carney Catholic did a really good job. Michael Daniel and uh, the guys up front did a good job of holding their own. And, got, and then the linebackers, Ty Connolly and uh, Ryan Blake, did a real good job of flowing in there. So no gain for Mustard on that one. And we're going to have a stoppage here as I'm not sure why. I think they're checking some equipment here for one of the Carney Catholic players or not. Nope, we're all set and we're okay. ready to go. They're going to wind the clock now with 5.08 to go. Stars with a 20-8 lead, but threatening to make it a one-possession game is Scotus. They hand off to one of the backs through the middle. There's a little bit of a seam, and they're in for the touchdown. And Mustard gets in there from two yards out. And he gave it to him right off the bat. Randy, he, one of our, uh, one of Carney Catholic's guys right there hit him, but I don't think he thought he had the football because he kind of let go, and then he squirted right into in there for the touchdown. But there was a person right there, and I don't know who it was, but hit the hit the guy right when he got the ball, um, but uh, kind of released him like he didn't think he had the football. So Eric Mustard with the touchdown. They'll try. Well, they tried the traditional extra point earlier, and here they get a good snap, and so they only kick the one-pointer. The extra point is good, and we've got a five-point ball game with five minutes to go here before halftime. The Stars with a 20-15 to lead over Columbus Scotus after that five-points-bank touchdown by Eric Mustard. And we'll be back with the kickoff right after this. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. 20-15, to 15, Kearney Catholic has lead across town. The Bearcats have added on to their lead as well, kicking the field goal, so they now lead it 10-0 okay, over Grand Island ball. Senior High. Um, elsewhere, as we mentioned, Wahoo will take on, if they win, uh, the Wahoo-Gothenburg winner will play host to the winner of this game. If Kearney Catholic were to win, they w- they're going to have to travel, yep, regardless no of who what. they play. Uh, they would have to travel. And a game that they're actually going to be somewhat interested in starts at 8 o'clock, and that's Ogallala and Chase County. If Chase County, the nine seed wins, that means they would host the number one seed, Bishop Newman, Uh which means then Bishop Newman, the next round, would be guaranteed a home game. game. So it would be possible Kearney Catholic could travel to Wahoo next Friday and then the Friday after. Talk about running the gauntlet. Shohan with the kickoff after punching in the extra point. It's going to hit the turf at about the 10. Stars pick it up there. That's going to be Pacheco. Pacheco and a seam closed as he got across the 25-yard line, and he'll be down at about the 26. Yeah, so, again, they'll be interested in that uh, game yes, out west. Definitely. Because uh, they, they, they don't want that to happen where you got to go to Wahoo twice. But first things first, first they got their yep. hands full right now. very much yes. so right now with Columbus Scotus. Yeah, Scotus looked good on that last drive there, Randy. Just... You know, a lot of little things here, and then they got that deep pass out of that situation, but uh, they were going, you know, about third down, picking it up, picking it up, but nice nice drive by Columbus Scotus on that last one. 
So Masker has a running back to his right, but he's got trips to the left. One receiver on that right side as well. They're going to hand the ball off to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer follows a block and brings it across the 35 to about the 37-yard line. That'll be enough to move the chains here as uh, Holtmeyer carried five straight carries that opening drive and has only carried the ball a couple of times since then. Yeah, they came back to him this time. They got, you know, wide outs on both sides there, Randy. Kind of got them spread out, and they gave the ball to Holtmeyer. Guys up front did a good job, and then the receivers downfield did a real good job of walling some people off for Holtmeyer to pick up the first down. Time not an issue here. Carney Catholic still has a couple of timeouts, and there's four and a half on the clock. They have got it first and ten from their own 37. Man coming across in motion, and they'll hand it off to Holtmeyer, and Holtmeyer up the middle. And again, he was a guy away. Staying home there was Shohan. Shohan makes the tackle short of the 40-yard line, so that's going to be a gain of about two. But there wasn't anybody. <laughs> no. There wasn't anybody except maybe 25 yards down the field that was going to get the Holtmeyer. Yeah, because they came on a little bit of a, a linebacker blitz on that one, and they just got him, Randy, right there at the line of scrimmage. Uh, but there was a pretty good you know, chunk of yards if he could have got by that first guy right there. But Shohan did a great job making that tackle. They'll hand it off to Holtmeyer again. He's hit in the backfield, and there's a lot of help there. He's fighting and driving, trying to get back to the line of scrimmage. He's not going to be able to get that done. He's actually going to lose a couple of yards, and it's going to be third and 11. Yep, as they got, you know, took, as he took the handoff, he wanted to go to that right side off that because uh, Murs pulled on that right side, but the guy shot right through there to kind of get Murs right there too, and then that's where he ran into Murs a little bit. Then he bounced off him and tried to get back towards the line of scrimmage, but there was enough people there, Randy, for the Duncan Pachaza had a lot of penetration yeah. from his defensive tackle position to kind of stuff that play as much as anything. So now they're checking the wristbands to see what they've got in mind here on third and 11 from the 37. Holtmeyer will be on the right side of the quarterback, Masker, here. Masker is rolling to his right. Still looking downfield, still looking, going to throw it, and uh, they're trying to slide back. They're just going to be intercepted. Errant pass going to be intercepted at about the 40. They're still fighting for extra yards, and he's going to bring it out near midfield. The receiver for Carney Catholic was trying to slide down and catch that one, but uh, there was a safety back there that Masker did not see. see. Yep. As they got, you know, they took a guy down to the sideline like he did with Kaiser on that one, Randy. And they ran a guy underneath on that. And this time the safety kind of rolled over to that side. As Matsker threw it, he kind of picked that one right off and he returned it up here to the 50-yard line for Columbus Scotus. My goodness, has momentum changed in this yep. game? Stars scored on their first three possessions, built a 20-0 lead. They've given up two straight scores here to Scotus, and it's a five-point ball game. And now they turn it over. And looking to throw here is going to be the quarterback. That's Palmer. Palmer. Nope, well, he statue. He, he gave it off. They gave it off. And sneaking out on the back side there is going to be Strecker. And Strecker going to have a big gain. Oh. There is a flag down. And they're going to call a hold here on Scotus at the point of attack. Yep. And <laughs> back there to accept the flag is the guy that caused it, linebacker Ty Connolly. Ty Connolly yep. <laughs> It's one of those, Randy, he kind of rolled out to this left and he kind of snuck it back up underneath there to the That was back. a sneaky underhanded handoff too. there. And then he took off with it, but the Skodas got called for holding on this play right here. Well, let's tip our hat here to Connolly because yeah. he, drew the, he drew the flag, he drew the foul and the hold because he was beating his man. I thought he was sacking the quarterback. quarterback. Now, again, yeah. the, the quarterback's <laughs> handing it off, but again, he was in there so quickly. The uh, lineman, well, actually, he's one of the backs, held him because uh, otherwise he's going to 
knocked both guys down. Yeah. Yep. So a great play there to uh, negate the uh, the good gain. Handoff here to Jarecki as he comes across that formation. He cuts back against the green. He's got it at the 50. He's got the sideline. There's only one guy that's got a chance at him and forcing him out of bounds over there is going to be Bartholomew. But this is going to be a huge gain all the way from the 39-yard line, and it's going to be first and goal here for the Shamrocks. They've got it rolling. Yep, they gave it to him on that going to the left side there, Randy. He followed his blocks. He got a good kick-out block, and then he cut it right up underneath him. And then they had a guy on the linebacker on that situation too, Randy, to wall him off. And then it was a foot race down the sideline. Chad Bartholomew finally got him out, you know, about the eight-yard line for Carney Catholic. So that's a gain of 53. They've had some huge gains here on the running attack. They'll hand it off on the left side. Shohan puts his head down, driving toward the goal line. He'll bring it across the five-yard line down to the four. So from first and goal at the eight, we've now got second and goal from, we'll call it the four. Yep. Just, uh, you know, a quick little handoff going up that on that right side at the middle, Randy. And, uh, you know, it was uh, Ryan Blake was blitzing through there on the on that side, but, uh, you know, couldn't quite get him in the backfield. A nice little push by uh, Columbus Scotus to get him down to the four-yard line. Time not an issue here for Scotus. They've got two minutes. Quick handoff in underneath. Not sure who, who they handed it off 45. to. And it's going to be into the end zone for the touchdown. Just kind of an underhanded handoff again here to Strecker. Yep. And Strecker goes in from five yards out. Yep. Gave it, they gave it to the Strecker coming out, you know, going back to that left side there, Randy. He followed his blockers real well and, uh, you know, just barely got into the end zone, but got in the end zone, did he, for Columbus Scotus. And, again, they have a lot of that kind of inside handoff, yep. handed off back. They do a lot of things to disguise where the ball is going. And I think SCOTUS is going to change their mind and go for two here. They might, yeah. With that touchdown, they're up 21 to 20. That's a familiar score, them being up 21 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this time they've got the decision to probably go for two. Uh, not a whole lot of. Yeah. I, I get why they want to go for two, get up by the field goal. Yeah, getting up by two, yeah, it's nice in case there's a missed extra point, point but. Uh, later on in the year. But your kicker's pretty good. Yep. Shohan uh, has hit 31 of 36 extra points on the season. So you kind of take for granted that he's going to hit the extra point. point. And, again, uh, Caleb Hoyt, percentage might even be a little bit better for, for Caleb. I'll check yep. those numbers here in a little bit. So you're not planning on any missed extra points. So you might as well go for two and get up by three because – Fortune smiled on them with the high snap. snap. They got the two-point conversion. You did have a high snap that uh, Carney Catholic didn't score on. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, that's why they're up by a point in the Stars after endure a two-point conversion attempt here. Yeah. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. So the try for two. Clock won't move here with a minute 43 to go before halftime. And they'll hand that little counter, put their head down, and they'll get in for the two-point conversion. (laughs) So Shohan, a little power football here for SCOTUS, and they push that lead out a little bit more. 23 straight points here for Columbus SCOTUS, and they've got a 23-20 lead with a minute 43 to go here before halftime. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. 
Genetics first, trade second. At Aurora Cooperative, our customers can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre, as each field has its own story to tell. The story for your field begins with the right genetics and the right crop management recommendations, which includes fitting the right traits to the right acre. To create the highest-yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our early pay, volume, and in-house financing options, speak with an Aurora Cooperative agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. Well, Matt Strecker with the four-yard touchdown. They went up by a point, 21-20 with that touchdown. Figured, why not? Let's go for two. Shohan gets that two-point conversion, and now we've got a three-point lead for Columbus SCOTUS, 23 straight points, as uh, they've been able to build some momentum, uh, and it really started with that long run from Shohan from 65 yards away, and that's, yeah. that's changed the complexion of this game. It has, right? You know, the last play of that uh, you know, first quarter there, Randy, you know, he got that handoff and ran 65 yards for the touchdown, and then ever since that, the momentum has kind of swung a little bit towards Columbus Scotus. You know, we, Carney Catholic had an interception on the last play, and then they took it right down the field, uh, did Scotus, and punched it in to get this lead 23-20. to 20. So Shohan will kick it off here to Carney Catholic. And Pacheco will pick it up at about the 10. Pacheco right up the middle. We'll try to outrun one guy at the 30-yard line, and he'll be down at about the 31. He was able to skirt past one guy. Leading the attack there initially was Tyler Palmer, but he couldn't get his way past the last guy, which was Sonderman. So Will Sonderman makes the tackle at the 31. And the Stars have a minute 36 and a couple of timeouts to make something happen. Yeah, just, you know, like you said, Pacheco did a good job getting that thing up there on this. He wanted to go up the middle and kind of squirted it out here to this left side. Uh, in Columbus, Scotus, the guy was right there, but it's at the 30-yard line for, for Carney Catholic. Minute 36 here to go in the second quarter. So they'll empty the backfield for Pacheco. There's three wide outs spread across the wide side of the field to the right, two to the left. Masker looking that left way. He's going to roll out, and now he's just going to get out of bounds. He's going to be forced out of bounds. And uh, contact made inbounds by Sonderman. Masker goes down, but good no call on that in terms of throwing a flag. It will be a gain of about three here for Masker. Yep, he had on this side here, he had uh, Bartholomew running a little bit of an in route on that, and then he had uh, Holtmeyer going deep on it, Randy. He wanted to hit Holtmeyer, but the safety rolled back across on this one over here to cover up Holtmeyer, and then... uh, Masker just takes off and picks up three on that play. Only one turnover in the game so far. That one worked against Carney Catholic. The Masker will hand off to Holtmeyer. There's a seam. He's across the 40, puts his head down, bounces to the outside, and we knocked out of bounds at about the 48-yard line. So that'll be a gain of 19. Yep, this time they had, you know, twins to, or two people to the left and two people to the right. Kind of get them spread out there, Randy, and then they hand that off to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer had a nice hole to run through. The guys up front did a great job. Got it across midfield here for Carney Catholic. A minute 21 to go in the game, or and, go in the second quarter. I mean. And he got out of bounds yes. to stop the clock here late in the second quarter. We've got a minute 21 to go. Three wide outs to the left, which is the wide side of the field. Pacheco's going to come across the motion. They're going to give it to him on the jet sweep. He's going to try to get the edge. He will break one tackle, put his head down, and has got enough for the first down. He's going to gain about 12. That'll stop the clock to move the chains. Yep. The jet sweep action out of that, Randy. He took that ball going to the right side. Uh, one guy got you know, got to him right about after about two or three yards, and then he cut it back across and uh, picked up the first down for Carney Catholic. So they'll wind the clock now. A minute 10 to go. First and 10 from the 37. 
Masker. They still have a couple of timeouts left. Yep. They've got to hustle a little bit, but uh, time is not crucial here. Now we're in the final minute. Before the end of the first half, Stars down 23-20. Rolling out Masker. Throws it out here, and it's going to go through the hands of Hoosman. Hoosman, I don't think, was going to get to the sideline. The fact that that was a little bit, uh, should have been over the right shoulder. It ended up being over the left shoulder. That, that may have, incompletion may have worked uh, to Carney Catholic's favor because I don't think he gets to the sideline. Yeah, Strecker was right there. Randy coming up there to make that tackle, and it might have been a you know a two or three yard gain out of the situation. But uh, you know then the clock would have been kept going on that for Carney Catholic. So they would have burned one of those two timeouts yep, they've exactly. got left. So it's second and ten from the thirty-seven. Masker straight drop, looking to set up a screen, and it is set up pretty well. They get it to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer trying to get the edge. He'll be down at about the 29. They may have to call a timeout here. They gain about eight. Clock is still moving. Yep, just nice little screen. Yep, and they do, Randy. They do call the timeout right here. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll keep it right here. And a gain of about seven. I said eight, but a gain of about seven on the play. And uh, elsewhere in class, C1, let's update you on a few more scores. O'Neill has the lead at home against Columbus Lakeview, 24-6. They're tied 14-all, sixth-seeded Aquinas Catholic and Norfolk Catholic. Norfolk Catholic kind of seen as one of the dark horses, even though they're the 11th seed. Seven-seeded Boys Town has a 21-0 lead at home against Fairbury. And uh, the second-seed Arlington is trailing Omaha Concordia 7-6 in the second quarter in Class C1. Elsewhere, it's uh, 16th-seeded UTAN leading the top seed in Class C2, Centennial, 14-6. As that game's in the second quarter, halftime, 8th-seeded Hershey is leading St. Paul, 14-7. It's a final, Harrington Cedar Catholic with a 21-6 lead over North Platte St. Pat, so they've already moved on. In the second quarter, no score between Wilbur Claytonia and Stanton. Battle Creek leads Sutton 21 to nothing, and Oakland Craig with a 7-0 lead over Donovan Trumbull. Here, Masker on third and three, looking to throw. He'll deliver a strike in the middle, and they'll be inside the 20-yard line down to about the 18, so that'll be a gain of 11. Another nice throw here by Masker. Yep, just a nice little curl route out of that on uh, from connecting to, with Pacheco. That two guys out on that right side hit a curl route for Pacheco right in the middle there, Randy. Stop the clock, move the chains. Now they wind it. 30 seconds to go. Everybody's set. Masker's calling for the snap. He's looking to throw. Delivers a strike in the middle. And a little slanting play. Goes down to about the 10-yard line. Gain of eight. And the clock's still moving here. Pacheco makes the catch. And now they call the timeout. 17 seconds left here for the Stars. Yep, just a nice little curl route again, Randy. He ran that uh, last time and uh, picked up a good, you know, picked up a first down. But this time he's going to be a little bit short. Carney Catholic had to call the timeout. Ball spotted just on the other side of the 10-yard line of Carney Catholic. So 35-yard field goal. If they got nothing else here, right? The ball. Yep. No, check that. He's at the nine. I'm sorry. It said 19 up there, and I was doing the math based on that. It'd be 26-yard 20, yep. field goal again. Not looking field goal yep, right now. Exactly. But uh, Carney Catholic's got to uh, make a few decisions here. They want to make sure that they get some points out of this. And I think maybe they've got time to throw the ball in the end zone a couple of times. Yeah. And if you don't get it on second down, don't get the touchdown, don't get the touchdown on third down, then you can kick on fourth down. So yeah. I think that's probably the strategy that you'd go for here. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. And we'll see what the Stars concoct here. I've got them with one timeout left. 
Well, they say that they have two timeouts. Yeah, there's one timeout left. So they can look to go in the middle. Masker looking to throw. He'll throw it out this left side, caught by Hoosman. Hoosman at the five, going for the pylon, got the touchdown. Yep, just a little out route on this on this side here, Randy. They ran two guys across the middle and then snuck Hoosman out here in this flats and got it connected to Hoosman, and he caught it at the five, takes it on into the end zone for the touchdown for Carney Catholic. So this is going to be one of those games played up-tempo, yeah. and the Stars now have pushed that lead back out to three. They lead it now 26-23, and Caleb Hoyt now trying to make it a four-point lead here for Carney Catholic. Good snap, good hole, pressure coming, but Hoyt punches it right down the middle, and the Stars have a 27-20 lead after giving up the lead momentarily. Stars answer right back. And they lead it 27-23 with nine seconds to go before halftime. I need a breather. A great five points bank <laughs> touchdown. Another strike by Masker to Hoosman. Hoosman gets the pylon, gets the touchdown, and the Stars lead it 27-23 back after this. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of pro team design. And welcome back here to Miles Field. Stars hoping that history does not repeat itself because they scored with nine seconds to go after a touchdown pass at the end of the first quarter. Final play of the first quarter was the long 65-yard touchdown by the uh, Shamrocks that really kind of got them back into the ball game. But Carney Catholic has that 27-23 lead now, and this one's going to be kind of a little pooch kick. It's going to be picked up by one of the uh, up backs and putting his head down is going to be Strecker. Strecker's got a touchdown. He'll put his head down at about the 45-yard line. And now it's the prevent defense time here as it'll be first and 10 from the 45 here for Columbus Scotus. They've got three seconds. And Carney Catholic, we'll see how they how they line up here. <laughs> I don't think they're going to load the box. No, I don't <laughs> Let me just so say that. <laughs> No, I don't think so either, Randy. You'll probably see a couple guys just getting back, way back. Yeah, he's telling them right now. Cooper Holbrook and John and those guys are getting back out of the their coverage here. Well, I'm kind of surprised. They were within 10 yards of the line of screen. It looks like they're just going to take, take the knee. knee. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what they're going to do. So the uh, snap to the quarterback, Tyler Palmer, and the freshman quarterback, who's been handling the ball very, very well, yeah. will kneel down. And a very entertaining first half. The Stars scored the first 20 points on their first three drives. They all punch them in. Looks like, okay, here we go. Carney Catholic's going to roll in this one. Then the long 65-yard run at the end of the first quarter that got Scotus back into it. They scored the next 23 points and uh, took the lead. And then the Stars with the late touchdown to have that four-point advantage here at the break. Yeah, and, it, and the, it looked like, you know, in that first quarter, you know, everything was just clicking for Carney Catholic, you know, on the ground and in the air because, you know, on that first drive, Carney Catholic, you know, Brady Holtmeyer got the ball like four or five times straight and picking up anywhere from seven to 15, 18 yards on a, on a run. And uh, then they go to the air on things and start throwing the football. And, and, and Matt Masker, you know, put some, uh, you know, uh, passes right on the money because Skoda's had pretty good defense on some of those coverages, and he put it right in the money on, uh, you know, some of those touchdown throws. 
and Matt Matsker also, you know, kind of rolling out, and he's he's actually kind of ran run the football a couple of times this time as he's you know some of the coverages going. He's going, man, those guys are right there. I'm going to take off with the football, uh, and picked up a couple, you you know, some yardage on some things. So you know, Carney Catholic, those first three drives just looked very, very, very good offensively, and like you said, Randy, and then right before the first quarter, uh, Skotas had a 65-yard touchdown run. And then all of a sudden, the momentum kind of swung towards uh, SCOTUS. They got a, uh, an interception on Carney Catholic. Uh, they got them on downs one time. And then, uh, you know, they took it, the next two possessions that they had the football in the second uh, quarter and, and punched it right in and uh, took a 23-20 to 20 lead with, with about a you know, minute and a half or a minute 40-something to go in the, in the second quarter. And then Carney Catholic gets the football. Uh, you know, and then punches it on in uh, right before the halftime to make it a 27-23 uh, score. So this game's been a game of momentums uh, as Carney Catholic had the you know the momentum in the first quarter. Scotus kind of had it you know right uh, you know in the, right at the end of the first quarter to you know start and into the second quarter, and then right before the end of the uh, second quarter, Carney Catholic uh, got it right, right back you know with a nice drive. Using a little bit of the run and the throw because they had two timeouts, so they knew they could do some running and things like that. Um, Brady got out of bounds on a couple of those runs to save, you know, some of the timeouts that they they had. Uh, the receivers did a good job of getting out of bounds when they needed to, uh, and uh, you know they kept on just dinking and dunking and all the way down the field on things, and then they got that little, uh, you know, eight-yard uh, touchdown pass to Matt from Matzker to. Hoosman to give Carney Catholic, you know, the lead uh, 27 to 23 right here at halftime. But, you know, this is this game's been, you know, very fun to watch because we, we mentioned it at the, at the beginning. You know, it, it might be an up-tempo game. It might be one of those that, you know, both teams score in the 30s and 40s. And it might be one of those games that, you know, Skoda's kind of wanted, you know, keeping the games in the 20s. Uh, and right now, you know, at halftime, we're at 23 to 27, Carney Catholic with the lead. But uh, both teams are moving the football uh, offensively. Carney Catholic doing it both on the ground and in the air. And Scotus had that, you know, when they did the halfback pass um, to get that uh, second touchdown. Uh, you know, they threw that one, uh, you know, they tossed it to their running back. He rolls out to the right side and hits a guy going down the sideline there. And, and rightfully so, you know, you, they, they keep on running that keep play, keep on running that play. And he got the safeties to suck up a little bit, and he was able to throw that ball deep and uh, connect it and get it all the way down to about the two-yard line. And a couple plays later, um, uh, Columbus, Columbus Scotus takes it on in. But Scotus doesn't, you know, really like to do the, a lot of passing and a lot of things as is like that. Um, they'll hit you deep, you know, because you keep sucking them up, sucking them up, sucking them up, and uh, people come flying up there. And, uh, you know, they caught Carney Catholic looking into the backfield and threw one deep on that halfback pass on there. But, uh, you know, Scotus is one of those teams that, you know, they got – that quarterback does a great job. For being a freshman, he does a great bo- job of, of handling the football, you know, rolling, you know, kind of rolling to the right and handing it back to the left. You know, they do a lot of things with uh, the, you know, out of this, uh, um, you know, 
uh, offense that they run, Randy, and they student body left, student body right, and then all of a sudden a quick hitter up the middle. Uh, so there's a lot of assignment football that Carney Catholic gotta has to do. Got to have a lot of trust. Yep, exactly. Got to have a lot of trust. It's been a very entertaining uh, first half, and we'll recap it with the scoring. We'll give you our statistics and take a look at scores from around the state. When we, continue, when we come back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, Stars leading at 27-23 here at Miles Field against Columbus Scotus. We'll have that halftime report right after this timeout. At Acera Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Acera Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine South Central Avenue, Carney. Community is a place that means coming together. A place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. And welcome back here to Miles Field. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Let's go through our scoring summary. The Stars scored on their very first three possessions of the game. In each case, it was Matt Masker on a touchdown pass. The first one he hit with Eric Pacheco from 25 yards out on fourth down. And uh, that made it 7 to nothing with Caleb Hoyt hitting the extra point. Then with 5.40 to go, another basket touchdown, this time from John Hoosman, a dart thrown in the uh, end zone, and Hoosman able to get to the pylon. That made it 13 to nothing as the snap was a little bit high. Carney Catholic couldn't get the uh, kickoff. It was partially blocked, and it was 13 to nothing at that point. And then with nine seconds to go in the first quarter, Carney Catholic again, this time a great pass to Chad Bartholomew. Threw that one in a shoebox, and Bartholomew makes the catch. A one-yard score. The extra point was good. It was 20 to nothing. It looked like the Stars were rolling. But then Scotus had a 65-yard run on the last play of the first quarter. Evan Shohan took the, it the distance. Their snap on the extra point was also high, but this time they were able to roll out in just kind of a desperation throw by Anthony Cush. It was a set play by Cush. That's, uh, that was their fire drill, and Cush threw it against the grain. It was caught in the back end of the end zone for the two-point conversion. That made it 20-8, to eight, and that is a little bit of a factor here in the game because they actually got two two-point conversions. More about that here in a moment. Very next drive for SCOTUS. They get on the board again. Eric Mustard on a two-yard run. They kick the extra point to make it 20-15, to 15. and then Matt Strecker with a four-yard run after the only turnover of the game, a Matt Masker interception. 
Strecker was able to punch it in from four yards out. That made it 23 to, to uh, 21. Excuse me, it made it 21 uh, 20 as for the first time SCOTUS had the lead. They figured, hey, we already got the lead. We might as well go for two. They tried the two point conversion in a traditional manner, got the rush into the end zone for the two. That made it 23 to 20. But then Carney Catholic, with a minute 43 when they score, that's too much time for the Stars. They march right down the field as Masker hit Hoosman on a great nine yard strike. Again, Hoosman gets the pylon. Kick the extra point, and the Stars lead here at intermission, 23-20. to 20. So, then kind of up and down. The uh, first quarter belonged to the Stars. Second quarter, for the most part, again, first yep. quarter, for the most part, belonged to the Stars. Second quarter, for the most part, belonged to SCOTUS. But Carney Catholic has the lead here, 27-23 at intermission. Statistically, things are going to be about as even as you see on the scoreboard. <laughs> Stars doing it uh, primarily uh, in the air. Matt Masker is 15 of 20 in the air for 180 yards, has four touchdowns, does have one interception. Caleb White had a great run at at a lot of yards after the catch, had one catch for 20 yards. Eric Pacheco's caught five balls for 60 yards. Brett Kaiser has one catch for 18. Chad Bartholomew, three catches for 24 yards. Brady Holtmeyer has a catch for eight yards. John Hoosman has uh, four catches for 50 yards here in the first half. Rushing, Holtmeyer leading the way, 11 rushes for 74 yards. Eric Pacheco has two rushes for 47 yards. He had a 35-yarder in there. Cooper Holbrook, one carry for a negative three. Matt Masker, positive yards. Doesn't happen to him a lot because when he gets sacked, that's uh, yards that works against him. They have not given up a sack tonight. Masker, two carries for seven yards. Uh, So overall on the ground, Carney Catholic has carried the ball 16 times for 115 yards, and they have another 180 yards uh, on the uh, in the air. So just short of 300 yards of total offense, 295 here in the first half. For Columbus Scotus, they've only thrown the ball a couple of times. Tyler Palmer has one completion for six yards. Anthony Cush on that uh, halfback pass, one connection for 45 yards to uh, Dalton Taylor. And that's all the passing here for SCOTUS. Uh, they've been doing the damage on the ground. Luke Jarecki's carried the ball only one time, and that was a 53-yard scamper. Anthony Cush has uh, four carries to 25 yards. Tyler Palmer, the quarterback, one rush for five yards. Even Shohan has that, uh, Evan Shohan has that 65-yard rush. So he's got four, uh, eight carries for 91 yards here in the first half. Eric Mustard has uh, four carries for five yards, but doesn't involve a touchdown. Matt Strecker also has a touchdown. He's carried the ball uh, three times for 10 yards. So 21 rushes for 181 yards for Columbus Scotus. And again, uh, Palmer with six yards, Cush with 45. So 51 more yards uh, in the air. So 240 yards of total offense for Scotus, 295 for Kearney Catholic. Stars have a little bit of an edge in terms of total yards, have an edge on the scoreboard here. They lead it 27 to 23. We're going to take a quick break here in the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll get you updated from all the scores across the state when we continue here from Miles Field right after this. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. 
athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back here to Miles Field and the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's get you uh, updated on what's going on across the state. All the 11-man playoff action in Class A. Top-seeded Omaha North has a 50-10 lead over Lincoln Southwest. Across town, 8-seeded Kearney High has a 10-0 lead over the arch-rivals from Grand Island. Again, at halftime, they lead it 10 to nothing, and you can hear that game on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Lincoln Southeast, the 5-seed, 21-0 lead over Lincoln East. Omaha Burke leads Pius, 35-0 at half. Time, so we'll have a running clock to start the second half. Millard North has already advanced. The three seed with a 42-14 win over Omaha West Side. 11 seed in Norfolk right now has a lead over Creighton Pep. 14-13 as that game is in the second quarter. In the uh, first quarter at last report, Millard West with a 14-0 lead over Papillion La Vista South. And Bellevue West, the two seed, has a 27-21 lead over Lincoln High. They're in the second quarter in Class B. No score yet between Elkhorn South and Omaha Gross because that game kicked off at 8 o'clock. At halftime, eight-seeded Aurora has a 17-7 lead over York at intermission. Also at halftime, fifth-seeded Scott's Bluff leads Blair 28-24. Also at halftime, McCook with a 27-7 lead over Grand Island Northwest. The three-seed Omaha Scott leads uh, Bennington 12-7 there in the third quarter. One final, 11-seeded Norris with the upset over Elkhorn, 42-24. So Norris moves on, and uh, they would uh, host the next round. Elsewhere, Columbus is uh, leading at Be- excuse me in Columbus. They are leading Beatrice. Columbus is the seventh seed, and they lead at 24-21. At halftime, second-seeded Gretna. The Dragons with a 29-0 lead over Omaha Roncalli. In Class C1, Bishop Newman has a 35-0 lead over Syracuse. That game, as we mentioned, halftime, so we'll have a running clock. Uh, just getting underway at uh, 8 o'clock, Ogallala and Chase County. No score in that one as it's just underway. Here, Carney Catholic has the 27-23 lead over SCOTUS at halftime. Fourth-seeded Wahoo has won over Gothenburg, 36-14. to uh, uh, 14. So if Carney Catholic wins, they would travel to Wahoo. If SCOTUS wins, Wahoo would travel to SCOTUS. Elsewhere, O'Neill, the three seed, with a 31-6 lead over Columbus Lakeview. That game's in the second quarter. At halftime, 11-seeded Norfolk Catholic leads Aquinas 17-14. In the second quarter, Boys Town with a 21-13 lead over Fairbury. Second-seeded Arlington trailing Omaha Concordia in the second quarter 21-14. In Class C-2, the top-seed Centennial is trailing at halftime to 16th-seeded UTAN. UTAN has a 14-6 lead over Centennial in what would be an epic upset. Elsewhere, Hershey with a 14-7 lead over St. Paul. That game is in the fourth quarter. 
Harrington Cedar Catholic has moved on 21-6 with a win over North Platte St. Pat's. At halftime, Wilbur Claytonia with a 7-0 lead over Stanton. Third-seeded Battle Creek, 28-0 lead over Sutton. And in the second quarter, uh, Oakland Craig with a 13-0 lead over Donovan Trumbull. Seven-seeded Crofton, 38-0 over Central City at halftime, so they'll have a running clock. Second-seeded Valentine leading Cross County 20-0 at intermission. And in six-man action, top-seeded Riverside, the defending uh, state champ, they roll again 58-28 over Spalding Academy. They'll take on Silver Lake in the uh, semifinals. Silver Lake with a 64-45 win over St. Ed. And uh, they're still, oh, it's a final now. Cody Kilgore with a 49-37 win over Walt Hill. And Harvard with the win over South Platte, 52-40. to That gets you updated with all those uh, seeds bore out in six-man, with the exception of the five-seed Silver Lake getting past St. Ed. So uh, four of the top five seeds advancing in uh, the six-man action. And if you haven't seen the six-man game and the six-man state championship game here in Kearney, I highly Highly recommend it. A reminder for you that uh, coming up at the conclusion of the Carney High Grand Island game on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, we will have the Ruts Heating and Air Friday Night Scoreboard Show. As we'll get you updated with all the games we've had on our uh, Platte River radio stations and scores for you from across the state in, in an abbreviated version. This one very entertaining here for Carney Catholic. They uh, scored the first 20, gave up the next 23. And then they take the uh, lead back late in the second quarter and lead it here at intermission, 27-23. Yeah, and like you said, Randy, just it's 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 been a kind of a you know momentum type game. And Carney Catholic right off the bat, first three possessions just looked very very good, moving the football, running the football, passing the football, uh, and looked very good. And then they you know and then all of a sudden that big run by Scotus. And then it kind of the momentum kind of turned on some things, and uh, you know, all of a sudden, like you said, Scoto scores the next 23 points, and then Carney Catholic, right at the end of the uh, second quarter, uh, came down, scored, put them ahead, 27-23, and that's where we're at right now at halftime. It looked like the Stars came with a little bit of a run blitz. They picked it up. Shohan had a pretty good size hole, and uh, 65 yards later, later. you yep. know, uh, the the momentum of this game really has uh, turned around. Stars lead it 27 to 23. And we're going to take a quick break. One last break here. Well, I guess not. I thought I thought we still had the three minutes put on the clock. Apparently, I went through all the scores during that time. So we'll keep it right here. We'll remind you that you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. First possession of the second half is always important, but uh, maybe more so now. Because you want to kind of control that that momentum that Carney Catholic got back a little bit. And so they're going to have to try to stiffen up with their defense. If they can do that, they'll get good field position because yep. the Stars will be kicking off here to uh, to SCOTUS. And if they can get a good kickoff, good coverage, and then a three and out, they'll have good field position. And then maybe get that uh, that comfort level back up there again. Yeah, and that's exactly what Carney Catholic's looking to do right here. You know, and then, uh, you know, like you said, if they can get this and get good, good, good field position out of this, Randy. But here we got the kickoff right now. It's a little bit of a shorter kick. It's picked up at about the 15-yard line. Running with it is going to be uh, Cush, and Cush cutting it back against across the gain, and he is just leveled right there. Richter with the tackle. That was a nice form tackle there as well. Yep, Chris, Christian Richter did a great job running down through his lane there, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, getting the tackle right there, but... Uh, 
You know, SCOTUS is going to have it here about the 28-29 yard line to start the second half right here. Not terrible field position by any stretch of the imagination. And again, they go with that wing tee look. They come with a student body right. Shohan puts his head down, and he's going to be tackled at the 35. So right up the uh, right off the start, a good hard run there and a gain of seven for Shohan. Yep, that wing tee, like you said, Randy, and then giving it to that running back coming around. He follows his two blockers up, up front, uh, does he? And does a good job of following the blockers and picks up, you know, about five yards on the play here for Columbus Scotus. Well, actually, he didn't get near as much as I thought. They actually marked him just a little bit short of that 35, so it's going to be a gain of about six. Hand off on the left side to Jarecki. Jarecki's going to bounce out there, try to give it, give up some ground to get some yards, and that's going to cost him. Ball comes out, but his forward progress was stopped well before that ball came out. So a good decision there that that's not a fumble. But whatever they gained on the first play, they lost that plus one yard here on the second as Jarecki was trying to make something happen that wasn't there. Yeah, tried to get to the outside there and doing a good job of stringing that out was Brett Kaiser getting this strung out over there. You know, and then Pacheco and those guys did a, did a good job of coming up on that, Randy. But uh, Kaiser was the one that strung that one out for Carney Catholic. Good reminder for you, Jarecki did have a 53-yard run on the same play earlier. So it was worth a shot. Rolling out here is going to be Palmer. He's looking to throw. He's got pressure, lots of pressure. He's scrambling. He breaks one tackle, pressure from the backside, and finally getting him from behind is going to be Brett Kaiser. He eluded a couple of different stars who had an angle at him, and that won't be a sack, but a good bit of pursuit there by Kaiser because if he doesn't get there, we're starting to run out of stars. Yes. Yep, exactly right, Randy. He rolled out here to the right side. He's looking deep on that. The coverage was there. And then all of a sudden he started scrambling. Like you said, he was about 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage when he started scrambling and made a lot of guys miss. And thank goodness uh, Kaiser was there right there for Carney Catholic to make the tackle. I'm not sure who's punting because their starting punter was injured in that first half. And it uh, is going to be a uh, punt here by Caden Peelin. And uh, it's going to be... Pellin kicks it out of bounds, and the ball will be spotted at the 50-yard line. So we mentioned it yep. before we started the second half. You want to get a three and out. You want to cover the uh, kick. And now you, you have the opportunity to have good field position. That's exactly what they got. Nose yep. of the ball is right on the 50-yard line. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, we kind of talked about, Randy, getting that, getting a three and out and eventually you know, for Carney Catholic and making them punt, and they did that. And they get the ball right here at midfield for Carney Catholic. Great field position for Carney Catholic. Start their first possession. Well, the hand. defense held up their end of the bargain. Now the offense trying to make this a two-possession game. Again, real early to start talking about it in those terms. But again, you you, you want to make Scotus want to have to throw the football here. Snap out, and they're going with the Wildcat. Pacheco comes right up the middle, and he just busts through there. He's crossed the 40 and is going to be tripped up. He'll have it down at about the 36-yard line, so that'll be a 14-yard gain on the Wild. Should we call that Wild Wildcat. Star? Yeah, exactly. You know, putting Pacheco, because uh, coming out of there, you know, Masker came out of this left side, and so didn't, uh, you know, uh, Brady come running to the left side on this one, and then they, they snapped it right to Pacheco, and Pacheco followed him over here. And uh, did a good job of picking up 15 yards for Carney Catholic. So he's got 16, uh, 62 yards rushing so far here in the game. And that'll move the chain. Stars in Shamrock territory here. And now the quarterback is in. Uh, no, he's split out to the left. Pacheco now is going to go to the right, try to outrun everybody. He's going to gain about five, puts his head down, gets that corner. And uh, he's got another first down. He gains 10. 
They dropped the stick, so it's going to be close to the first down marker, and it is going to be enough for a first down. He just outran everybody. There wasn't very many blockers over there. He just picked an angle and uh, was able to get 11 yards. Yeah, because coming in motion from that right to left was uh, Hoosman, and then he just took off and went where Hoosman left, and there was nobody out there. Like you said, he just outran everybody and picked up the first down for Kearney Catholic. So your quarterback is going to play quarterback now. Masker is uh, going to have Holtmeyer to his left. That was just speed out there yeah. for Pacheco. Snap here to Masker. He's rolling to his left. He's pumping. He's throwing. He's lobbing. He's got Hoosman. And Hoosman reaches back for the ball and has it knocked away. Yeah. Good coverage. Yep. Going downfield, they did a little uh, you know, out and up on that one because uh, Masker kind of pump faked him. And uh, wanted uh, Hoosman to go upfield, and he had a had a step on him. And by the time the ball got there, the guy you know got right back there for Columbus Scotus to knock it away for Columbus Scotus right there. But nice play design out of that one. Hoosman had a step on him. Masker just uh, you know threw it in the right spot, but uh, um, good defense by Scotus on that. Zach Byerman with the coverage, be able to knock that away at the last moment. Masker quick throw caught by. Uh, Pacheco, Pacheco puts his hand down, keeps his balance, gets out to the 10, gain of 15, and the Stars move the chains. Not sure if it's first and goal yet. They have to spot it here, and I think I don't think you can get a first down here. The ball is going to be spotted right at the 10-yard line. Yeah, just a quick little route by Pacheco, get that ball to him. Uh, they got man-to-man coverage on that last play. Did uh, Scotus and uh, Pacheco made the first guy kind of miss and gets the ball all the way down to the 10-yard line. First and goal right here for Carney Catholic. Yep, they dropped the sticks on the far side. Masker has Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer is going to go in motion, splits out to the left. Masker looking to throw, lobs it out on that right side, and it's going to be incomplete. They just weren't quite on the same page as they were trying to get it out there for Hoyt, and Hoyt, was running about two yards deep in the end zone, and the ball was being thrown right at the pylon. Yep. It was good play design. Uh, you know, uh, Hoyt going on that kind of a, like a wheel route out of there, Randy. And uh, like you said, Masker kind of threw it to the back shoulder part of things. And Hoyt was about two yards up, up, uh, you know, in, in front of that right there. But nice play design by Carney Catholic. Bartholomew, Hoosman, and Hoyt split out to the right. Quick throw in underneath, going to be caught, and the tackle is going to be made immediately at about the six-yard line, throwing a dart out there. And Pacheco. As Pacheco, number five, going to gain about four. Yep, just a quick little you know route out of that. Uh, Masker turned and threw it right to Pacheco. Uh, and the uh, defender was right there as he caught it and then made the tackle. So third and goal from about the six. Uh, let's call it the seven. Masker empties the backfield. He's rolling to his right. He's looking. He's throwing. It's in the back end of the end zone, and I think they skipped it in there. It is incomplete. He just uh, rolled out to the left, and then uh, the guy we wanted to kind of hit over here was uh, Brady. Brady was covered on this left side, and he rolled back out to the right side. He tried to hit Hoosman setting down out in the back of the end zone there, but he was rolling to his right, kind of throwing it back across. Uh, threw a good hard pass. Only Hoosman was going to come up with it, but it skipped into Hoosman right there. So Caleb Hoyt with a 25-yard field goal attempt. He's a perfect four for four on the season. Long snap count. Kick is up. Not real high, but it, it is good. So he punches it in from 25 yards away, and the Stars now up 
getting a little bit more breathing room up by a touchdown. They lead it now 30-23 with 8-11 to go. A nice uh, special teams moment by the special brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Acera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Caleb Hoyt punches in the 25-yard field goal, and the Stars lead it. 30-23 with 8-11 to go here in the third quarter, back after this. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back to the Nebraska Line National Bank broadcast booth. Caleb Hoyt, after kicking the field goal, kicks it to the 10 on the kickoff. And uh, coming back to about the 25-yard line. <laughs> I think that's Christian Richter again. Yeah, he's a there. special teams beast tonight. Yep. yep, Christian Richter slides down through there and uh, gets the guy down. You know, Randy, he did a good job because he kind of slid through the, the, the blockers there and then, uh, you know, pulls the guy down about the 26, 27-yard line for Carney Catholic here. Well, obviously, Stars wanted the touchdown, but they got points on their first drive of the second half after forcing Scotus to a three and out, and they're going to throw some hankies on the uh, – the, the field here before they get things started. They had a couple of guys in motion here for SCOTUS coming across with Shohan. That was intentional. The guy on the right side that moved was not. not yep. <laughs> it looked like they were going to come with that, uh, you know, coming with him to the left side here, Randy, and kind of running a little sweep action out of that. But uh, the other guy was moving also on that. And they, they've run that a lot where they give it to him and then they give it back to the uh, guy coming back across there, Randy. That's one of their bread and butter plays also. Umpteen years ago, Carney Catholic ran this same offense yeah. with uh, Bernie Madison, and well, throwing it around worked better for Carney Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> Quick little hitter on that right side. Yeah, and they're going to gain a couple yards. Yeah, and I think uh, closer to four. Ryan Blake kind of came in there. You know, they took that ball to that left side there, and uh, he did a you know good job. Ryan Blake stepping right into that open area and making the open field tackle off that. But Ryan Blake stepped right in there from his middle linebacker position. And I think that was Mustard on a carry, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, gain of about four there for Mustard. He's got nine yards on the game. And, uh, again, another handoff right up the middle. They're gaining about three. And uh, one of the linemen comes up there rather gingerly as Mustard will go back after making the uh, carry. And it's going to set up now third and seven, Michael Daniel on the tackle. Just a quick handoff to the fullback, Randy. That's two times in a row doing that, uh, you know, following his his, uh, lineman up front. uh, And, uh, you know, Michael Daniel this time stood right in there and made the tackle for Carney Catholic. So, again, Palmer under center, a couple of wing backs. Everybody's lined up tight. There's a little bit of movement up front, and I think Carney Catholic may have jumped off sides. Yep, I think so. so that's too. the way, that's the reaction of the star players anyway, and they're, they're backing up. That's always an indicator. And that will be encroachment on the stars. That'll cost them five. So you go from third and seven, which is not the comfort zone yep. for SCOTUS. And now this is third and two. Yep, exactly. You know, this is exactly what they kind of want, Randy. You know, third and short uh, as, as much as possible out of this. They sprint up to the line, but then Palmer's going to slow him down a little bit. 
Again, two wing backs, two tight ends. Shohan comes across in motion. They'll hand it off to uh, Mustard right up the middle. Mustard gains three, only needed two, so they're going to move the sticks. And again, that five-yard penalty gets them to run just a, a very simple basic play that they get three yards on a lot. Yep, and that's, uh, you know, when they did those drives, Randy, there in the second quarter, this is exactly what they did. They just kept on moving the sticks, moving the sticks, moving the sticks. And, uh, you know, that's exactly what they're doing right here. Nice quick handoff, picked up three yards, picked up the first down. Their three-yard, their three-play series got 10, 11 yards, 10, 11 yards. They'll hand it off right up the middle here for Mustard. Mustard is going to be down to about the 45. We'll see whether or not his knee was down. No, it wasn't. So they're going to mark him at the 45. That's a gain of eight. Uh, we've got another injury here, and I think that might be Mustard. Yeah, I think right at the point of the attack there, I might, hopefully it's just the wind knocked out of him here, Randy, but uh, right at the point of the attack. Yeah, it is Mustard, and yeah. he's hopping up. He's going to have to come out of the game, and I think maybe he landed on the football. Yeah. I think you mentioned the wind being knocked out of him. I think that's exactly what it is, but he's able to uh, make it back uh, – to the sideline, he'll have to come out because they did stop the clock for him. So, fortunately, not uh, not a real serious injury. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life, two locations in Kearney. We did have a long stoppage with Tate Van Cannon, who uh, I think probably uh, suffered a concussion. concussion yep. Man in motion. They'll fake the hand up. No, they do give it off here to Jarecki. Jarecki trying to get the edge. Stars come a-running, and... Uh, Blake is going to set him down at the original line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. Cooper Holbrook got him to cut back, and then uh, Blake able to clean that up. Yeah, just uh, kept stringing it out, stringing it out out here for Carney Catholic. Like you said, Cooper Holbrook came flying up there, you know, and uh, made him kind of cut it back, and then Ryan Blake was right there uh, to make the tackle, but uh, gained nothing on that one for uh, Columbus Scotus here. So it's going to be third, and we'll call this three. Lining up behind the uh, quarterback here is going to be Byerman. They give it to Shohan. Shohan going to be stood up by Gappa, and here comes the cavalry. He's not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, like you said, Gappa did a great job coming right in there, shooting that gap out of that, Randy, and uh, did a really good job of uh, coming in there and making the tackle, but no gain for Carney, or for uh, Columbus Scotus out of this, so it'll bring up fourth down. And this has been a hard-hitting game, and one of the uh, Columbus players has his right knee in the air. Hopefully that's just a, a cramp, and uh, they're attending to him. And I'm not sure what this is. That is not a cramp. I hope it is not the knee injury, but he put his uh, right leg and knee in the air. It's going to be fourth and about three as they are attending to the uh, injured Shamrock here on the near sideline. It has been a hard Hitting clean game between these two teams. 5.08 to go here in the third quarter. Stars lead at 30-23. to 23. We're going to step away for the injury timeout. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back to Miles Field right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. 
Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back here to Milesville. They're attending to the uh, injured player here for Columbus SCOTUS. Stars lead it 30-23, to 5.08 to go here in the third quarter, and they're beginning 34. to uh, sit him up. 34? Yep. So uh, it is going to be Shohan who carried the ball there, and, and uh, yeah, he is not able to put any weight on that right leg. Unfortunately, I do think this could be a, a knee injury, and uh, so he is coming out. And so they have lost Shohan, who's been pretty effective for them, as well as uh, Tate uh, Von Kunnen here in the ballgame. So a couple of uh, fairly serious injuries. One was concussion, and this one appears to be a knee injury. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life, two locations in Kearney. Speaking of Kearney, Bearcats at home with a 17-0 lead over Grand Island on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. Caden Palin, Pilon rather, Pilon will uh, try the uh, punt here. He's the backup punter. And they're going to fake it. They hand it right up the middle. Stars were somewhat ready for it, but they do get it out to the 50-yard line. They go for it. They get five on fourth and four. Quick little snap right up the middle. And it's going to be Strecker, yep. Matt Strecker with a five-yard rush, and they're going to move the chains. Yep, just a quick you know, snap to him, Randy, the up back off that one, and then he took it straight ahead and picked up the first down for Columbus Scotus. Stars were ready, yep. but that was just a good execution there as they snap it to the up back here for Columbus Scotus as they blocked that very well, had a couple of angles there. So that'll keep the drive going here for Scotus. Ball right at midfield. Stars look like they want to come with a blitz. Put a man in motion. Rolling out here is going to be Palmer. Palmer's going to keep it. Palmer going to be pushed across the line of scrimmage as the uh, tackle being led there for Kearney Catholic. Lyndon Howe got part of that. As uh, It's going to be a gain of about a yard and a half here for the quarterback. Yeah, just taking it going to the left side, Randy. And he just kind of followed his blockers going on that left side. And like you said, he got kind of pushed forward a little bit for a little bit of a gain out of it. But a nice, nice defensive stand for Carney Catholic, though. But Shohan out of the game and maybe permanently. Jarecki on the little uh, jet sweep bounces to the outside. He's got a seam, cuts back to the middle. He's at the 10, and they're going to pull him down right there, just short of the 10-yard line. Great cutback in yep. there as he's able to uh, – Bring it across midfield. Well, he was already across midfield and take it down to about the 11-yard line. Yeah, nice run, well, Randy. They put him at the 14. It got, yep. didn't get near as far as I thought. Yep, got it to the 14. Nice little run. He, Like you said, he he went to one to go to the left side there and then cut it back across a little bit and followed his blockers up front and got it down to the 14. So, again, Palmer under center. And he'll keep it himself. He's dancing around. And uh, great ball fake there. I don't think a couple of uh, – uh, Stars players knew exactly where the ball was, but anyway, you unstack it, it's going to be a gain of about five. Yeah, as they kind of went, wanted to come back here to this right, gave it back to the left side there, Randy, and he followed his blockers out of that situation and gets up uh, you know, about five yards on first down there for him. So it'll be second and five from about the 10-yard line. Palmer calls it out, and he'll hand it off to the fullback right up the middle, fighting for extra yards is going to be Strecker. 
Strecker is going to gain a couple, and it's going to be third and about three. Yeah, fullback running right up the middle. Strecker did a good job taking the football. He wanted to go, you know, right over the center. Uh, and uh, I believe uh, Michael Daniel was right there. He kind of pushed it out to the right side there. Randy picked up a couple. This will bring third and short right here for Columbus Scotus. So this is probably four-down territory for Scotus. Down by seven with 2.40 to go here in the third quarter. Man in motion. They're going to hand it off to him. Cutting back to the inside is going to be Cush, and Cush is going to be stood back. They're going to bend him back. Where is forward progress? Gappa was there. Howe was there. Williams was there. Daniel was there. Blake was there. Put it right at the five. So he gained a yard and a half. It's going to be fourth and less than a yard. Yeah. So... Fourth, fourth down here for Columbus Scotus. We, you know, coming to the right side there. One, one to tuck it up and go, Randy. But uh, Carney Catholic did a good job of getting a little bit of a line push out of that. And it's going to be fourth and about a half a yard here for Columbus Scotus. Well, the green and gold on the near side, chanting defense. The green and gold on the far side have other aspirations. Strecker, the one back in the backfield. They come across. They hand it to him. Oh. He doesn't get there. He does not get there. No. Nice, nice push up front. Michael Daniel and the guys up front did a really good job. They blitzed right in that area too, Randy. And Strecker did not get to the, back to the line of scrimmage as Carney Catholic's going to take over on downs here. But a nice defensive stand by Carney Catholic. Well, they stiffened their back at the five-yard line. They stiffened earlier, forced yeah. them in to try the uh, fake punt that actually worked and got them the first down. But now the Stars... At the shadow of their own goal line, still have a seven-point lead. 30-23, to a minute 45 to go here in the third quarter. But put a star on that defensive play because Carney Catholic now has their greedy little mitts on the football with a chance to add to the lead. This is their first possession, second possession of the second half, the first time they got points with the field goal. Masker will call out the snap. He'll hand off to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer has a hole that closes pretty quickly, and he's going to be brought down at the nine-yard line. Yeah, just a handoff, you know, they had three trips to the right, Randy, and then they had another one out here, spread clear out here. So they get everybody kind of spread out, and then they give that ball to Holtmeyer coming to the left side. Uh, you know, not a lot of room there, but uh, picked up a few yards for Carney Catholic. Stars empty the backfield. Nobody's back there with uh, Masker. They've got three wideouts to the right, two to the left. Masker pump fakes, rolling to his right, looking downfield. He's going to throw it, and it's going to be caught by somebody wearing a SCOTUS jersey. But he's by the water yeah. cooler over there. Yeah. That's well out of bounds. Yeah, and that's, that's a good job by Masker as he was going, rolling out to that right side. They had trips to that side, Randy, and there was just nobody open. Uh, uh, Scotus did a really good job of covering that, and he wanted to make sure that uh, nobody did, so he just kind of tossed it out of bounds and, and uh, bring up third down for Carney Catholic. So third and seven from about the seven. Closer to the eight, I guess. And again, they'll empty the backfield. Same formation as before. Trips split out wide to the right. Masker throws it quickly oh. inside for Holtmeyer, and it's going to be incomplete. I don't know if Holtmeyer was going to get the line yeah. to uh, the line to gain anyway, but that one falls incomplete as he was looking to see where the defender was to see if he could get him to miss. Yep. That was a safe call there, but it falls incomplete. And now Curtis Bach will be in punt formation about three or four yards deep in the end zone. Yeah, like you said, Randy, I don't, you know, he just took his eye off it to see where he could go and take off running on that one, but uh, I don't think he would have made it. Uh, the guy was right there to make the tackle on Holtmeyer. 
Cush and Jarecki back deep here for SCOTUS. Good snap. Plenty of time here for Bach, who booms a nice punt and a fair catch. Kneeling down with it is going to be Anthony Cush. That's a nice punt, young yes. man. Yep. Standing about three yards, like you said, in the back of his end zone there, Randy, and uh, did a good job, you know, of getting that one off. A nice punt for uh, Curtis Bach, getting it out at about the 42, 43-yard line. And no return. Yep, exactly. And that is uh, put us to the one-minute mark here in the third quarter. Stars lead it 30-23. to 23. And again across town on Classic Hits 98-9. Carney High with a 17-0 lead right now over Grand Island. And the Ruts heating and air scoreboard show coming up at the conclusion of that. Hand off to Mustard up the middle. Mustard is going to be uh, held up there momentarily by Blake. And then uh, Cooper Holbrook's going to clean that up. He'll be inside the 40-yard line. To about the 39, so that's a gain of three. Yeah, just quick handoff going to that right side. Mustard just follows his backs. You know, as his blockers up front, Randy, uh, Michael Daniel, and the guys did a good job of closing that in for a short gain for uh, Scotus. Man coming across in motion. They're going to hand the ball off to him on that left side. That's Newman, and Chase Newman will cut back, and he's going to be short of the first down marker, but a nice gain there on second and long to make this uh, pretty manageable here as he gains about five. And it's going to set up now third and about two. Yeah, coming in, going in motion, going to that left side, Randy. They gave it to him going, and he follows those blockers. Does a good job of following him. Just kept going, moving the pile, and uh, picks up enough for it's going to be third and short here for Columbus Scotus. And that is the end of the third quarter. By the way, that was the eighth SCOTUS player to carry the football. We talked about how yeah. they've got eight guys that have at least one touchdown, and uh, that was the eighth, carry, eighth, eighth guy to carry the ball. We head to the fourth quarter. Stars have the only points here in the second half, and they lead it 30-23 to 23 as we head to the fourth. It'll be third and manageable here for SCOTUS when we come back right after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Carney Catholic has the lead, 30-23. We've got 12 minutes to go. We've got a long way to go in this one. And what did you expect? I expected a tight game between these two schools. Yep, exactly right, Randy. We, we thought coming into this one this would be you know, a tough game, uh, and it is. It's been a fun game to watch. You know, as far as both sides moving the football in different ways, but this has been a fun game to, to call right here. So it's going to be third and about three. Again, they've got the two tight ends. They got the two wing backs. They got one running back right behind Palmer who steps in under center. They'll hand it off to Mustard. Mustard has a seam, puts his head down. He brings it across the 30-yard line and will be down at about the 28. So that's a gain of seven, and they'll move the sticks. Yep, just following the, his blockers up front there. Mustard just followed him to the left side here, Randy, and uh, picked up a good block uh, out front there and uh, picks up the first down, getting the ball here at about the 28-yard line for uh, SCOTUS. So early on in the fourth quarter in a seven-point ball game, again, hand off to Mustard. Again, nice seam, and he'll bring it across the 25-yard line down to about the 23 
And again, that's, that's pretty good work on yes. first down when you gain about five and a half yards like that. Yep, and then just hitting the hole extremely hard. Muster takes the ball to that right side, Randy, right, kind of right up the middle of the right side there, yeah, and uh, follows his blockers, but he hits that hole extremely hard, picks up five yards on the play. There, there's nothing fancy about no. this wing T offense that they have. There's a lot of misdirection. There's a lot of angles uh, associated with it, and Carney Catholic's really loading the box. They'll hand off right up the middle, Mustard. Muster going to be held up there by Hoosman. Hoosman is going to make the tackle at about the 15-yard line, but that's a, another gain of eight, and that was a quick hit right yes. up the middle and a good open field tackle by Hoosman. It was. He gave up a lot of weight on that deal. Exactly, Randy. And, you know, Hoosman was the last guy there uh, to bring him down, uh, but uh, he hits that hole extremely hard. Muster just going right up the middle, uh, you know, and they got a guy in motion. They gave the ball right up the middle to him. And Hoosman had to come up from his safety area to make the tackle. You want to talk about running downhill. That's running yes. downhill. His last three carries, Eric Muster's got seven, five, and eight yards. He is right behind the quarterback here. They uh, fake the handoff, roll out here, Palmer. Pressure coming, and the Stars got him. They get him down at about the 23-yard line. That's going to be a loss of nine. Yep, this time they faked that handoff, Randy, and then rolled him out to that right side. They had two receivers out there. Um, Cooper Holbrook did a great job of covering the one in the, on the right side, and then John Hoosman covering the guy going down the middle out of that. Uh, and there was just no place to throw it right off the bat there, and then, uh, they sack him for about, what, about eight, nine, ten-yard loss here. I, I can't believe they gave him forward progress. It's only going to be a loss of about seven here for Palmer instead of nine. The officials have done a good job all night, so let's not question that one. Man in motion. They'll hand it off to him. And uh, trying to find some room to run there is going to be Jarecki. And Jarecki will take it down to about the 17-yard line. So that will be a gain of four. And it's going to be third and long here for Scotus. Yep. You know, coming to this left side, following his blockers on this left side here. And uh, like you said, Randy, picking up about four yards on the play, coming to this left side for, for Scotus. But uh, Scotus tried to catch him on that first down, catch Carney Catholic kind of napping on things, fake that handoff up that middle, tried to hit the guy. Rolling out there to the side, but it ended up being a sack. Third and 13 from the 17. Hand off the mustard. Just something right up the middle, and he's down at the 15. Gain of two. Michael Daniel there. Yep. Michael Daniel did a great job. Him and Ty Conley. Ty Conley coming in from his uh, you know, linebacker position, blitzing right there. It's going to bring up fourth and 10 here for... Uh, Columbus Scotus right here, Randy, at the 15-yard line. Well, last possession on fourth and one. The defense stiffened here from Carney Catholic. Now it's fourth and ten for the Shamrocks from the 15-yard line. Inside of nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Stars with a 30-23 lead. Palmer under center. Fakes the pitch. Looking to pass. Throws. In traffic. Intercepted. And we've got a flag down after the interception. Hoosman made the catch in the end zone, kneeled on it for a touchback, but there is a flag down. It's got to be pass interference, yeah, don't you think? And Scotus is pointing toward Carney Catholic. The White Hats having a discussion. There's some Scotus players eavesdropping, and they're not making the indication. It is going to be pass interference on the Stars. Two defenders bracketing the intended receiver there. Hmm. Well, they'll move this up. As that's a that's a that's half the distance. distance yep. So it's still, still going to be fourth, fourth down. down. That is not an automatic first down in high school. So that is half the distance. 
No. Don't move the don't yeah. move the sticks. It's not an automatic first down in high school. That's my understanding anyway. Should Unless be. it's in the end zone. Unless it's in the end zone. I think oh. in the end zone it may be. It happened in the end zone, so. Unless it, I think if it's in the end zone, it is an automatic first down. So it is first and ten. Well, first, first and, and goal, goal here for Scotus. Palmer under center. Shohan back in the game. They hand it off to him. He's trying to get the edge. He cuts back in. He's got inside the five. The pile moving forward. Where are they going to give him the spot? I, I think you only got two. Yeah. It's nice to see Shohan back in the game. It is. It is. They taped him up over there, Randy, and uh, he's back into the football game for the Shamrocks here. It's going to be first and goal right at the five-yard line for Columbus Code, or second and goal. Second and goal from the five here. Palmer under center, Shohan in motion. And they run that little counter the other direction, and it's open for the touchdown. Coming back to the inside is going to be Jarecki. No, check that, not Jarecki, but Newman. Chase Newman, number 14, comes across with a five-yard run for the touchdown. Yeah, giving that inside handoff, Palmer does a good job of, you know, kind of rolling in and just hands it off into the inside. He And uh, Newman did a good job of following his blockers on this left side and got into the end zone from second and five, uh, or second and goal from the five, so... 20 or 30 to 29 right here. So a kicker who is uh, 31 of 36 coming in. We'll try the extra point. And Shohan punches it right through the uprights. And we are deadlocked at 30 with 8.04 to go here at Miles Field. A five points bank touchdown for Columbus Scotus. And they've deadlocked things here to get with eight minutes and four seconds at Miles Field. Another good one brewing between the Stars and the Shamrocks. We'll be back with the kickoff right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back here to Miles Field. We were kind of talking during the break that this has been a very well-officiated uh, football game, and uh, we don't know yep. if that's right or not, but been well-officiated game, yep. so I think certainly these guys have earned the benefit of the doubt uh, on that. As they were, There was a couple of stars there, and in any event, on that fourth down in the end zone, sets up the first down, and SCOTUS takes care of it from there. So we're deadlocked at 30 in what has been a very interesting football game. A high kick. going to be picked up by Pacheco at about the 10. Pacheco, seam up the middle. He busts through there, bounces to the outside. He's got it at the 35. There's a couple of SCOTUS players who have a better angle, and they're going to pull him down at about the 45, 46-yard line. Eyelash away. He kind of got slowed down a little bit. Somebody got an arm on him, kind of knocked him away. Otherwise, he would have been able to maybe outrun those guys that had the angle. But in any event, good field position here for Carney Catholic, and that gives them a little little bounce in the step right now. Yeah, it does, Randy. You know, that's exactly what you do is you come back with a a good kickoff return, just like Pacheco took it, you know, and bounced it out that left side, gets it up here at about the 46-yard line for Carney Catholic. Well, it's... uh, 
Kearney with a 17-0 lead over Grand Island in the fourth quarter. Things more dramatic here at Miles Field. Throw out to the right side, caught by Hoosman. Hoosman almost, almost makes a man miss, but a nice open field tackle there by Chase Chase Newman. Newman. And if you're Hoosman, you probably look at that guy and you go, Newman. Yeah. Yep, and then we got an injured guy on the left side. It uh, looks like he's working a cramp out. One of the SCOTUS guys is helping out a Carney Catholic guy. <laughs> trying to work out a cramp over there. <laughs> but gain, like, <laughs> gain of three on the play with the uh, pass out there for Hoosman. It is a fraternity. Yeah. You know, it, it is a fraternity of uh, football players and obviously a couple of Catholic schools that have kind of gotten to know each other at various camps and, and everything through the years. Uh, it's a rivalry, but it's a it's a friendly rivalry between these two schools. Uh, we got a stoppage in the far side. We're not sure who the injury is, but it, it's a cramp there for Carney Catholic. 7.45 to go here in the uh, fourth quarter. We're deadlocked at 30, and this would be, of course, an injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a couple locations in Kearney. So, again, uh, Kearney High with a 17-0 lead over Grand Island. Uh, elsewhere, other scores from around the area. Grand Island Northwest is uh, trailing in McCook, 41-7. That game is in the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, elsewhere in uh, Class C1, some familiar names. Ogallala is deadlocked with Chase County, 7-7. That game's in the second quarter. It started uh, 8 o'clock our time here. And, again, we're deadlocked at uh, 30 in this one. Wahoo awaits the winner as the uh, Warriors with a uh, 36-14 to 14 win today over Gothenburg. Uh, elsewhere, Columbus Lakeview being uh, handled by O'Neill. O'Neill with a 38-6 to 6 lead. Chad Bartholomew. Yeah, Bartholomew on that far side. Right now walking pretty well. Yep, yep. So I wouldn't, they'll pump some fluids into him. Maybe if there's some pickle juice over there, they'll get him to drink that and get him back out there. It's going to be second and seven here for Carney Catholic. Masker, they empty the backfield for him. He's going to throw it in a quick little slant in underneath. And giving up some ground is going to be uh, Caleb Hoyt. Uh, Pacheco, rather. It was uh, Pacheco trying to make a guy miss. He'd been close to the yep. first down, wouldn't have had it. But he gave up a couple of gr- uh, yards trying to uh, make something happen. It's going to be now third and five. Yep, and like you said, Randy, just that little curl in that they've been doing to Pacheco. They got it to him this time, but... Uh, the Shamrocks were right there, and then he tried to bounce it to get out to that outside. Uh, it's going to bring up third down and about five yards for Carney uh, Catholic. But that's how you get those big plays oh, as yeah. well. So sacrificing yep. that. You wasn't going to get the first down anyway. So it's going to be third and about five here. Seven minutes to go in a tie football game, deadlocked at 30s. They empty the backfield. Man coming across in motion. They're going to switch it back out here for Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer, is he going to throw? No, he's going to run. He puts his head down, and he's got the first down. He was looking to throw that out to his quarterback. Yep. Yep. They gave that ball to Pacheco coming on that jet sweep, and then Holtmeyer was out here as a receiver. Then they tossed it back to him. And then, uh, you know, Matsker went out on that sideline. Uh, the Shamrocks did a great job of covering that, so Holtmeyer just tucked it and took off and picked up the first down for Carney Catholic. Well, he was open. He could have thrown it. But yeah. you're guaranteed the first down, move the sticks. Good decision by Holtmeyer here, who, if you remember, a couple of years ago, was quarterback at, Nebraska, at uh, here at uh, Carney Catholic. Masker calling out the uh, for the snap. He'll roll to his right. Pressure coming, stops, pressure coming, lobs it on this right side, and it's going to be incomplete. Pressure being put on him very nicely there by uh, Palin. Yep, Palin did a good job of getting in there. You know, as he's rolling out to this right. Pilon. Pilon. He's rolling out to that right side. He wanted to hit, uh, you know, Hoosman going down that sideline. Good coverage over here by uh, Scotus, but uh, 
Masker able to elude the first one and then just be able to throw it out of bounds here to bring up second and 10 instead of getting a sack out of that position right there. And again, there was a guy in the area, so Masker calls for it, hands it off to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer on that left side runs through one tackle, slow down, puts his head down. Boy, that's awful close. He gains right at 10 yards. We'll see where they mark it. I'm going to write down 10, and we'll see whether it's going to be third in inches or they're moving the sticks. They are moving the chains just like they'll do for you at Kearney Towing and Repair when you get stranded on the side of the road. No matter where you are, they'll get you home at Kearney Towing and Repair. A good 10-yard run there by Holtmeyer. He drug one guy that was still (laughs) holding on to his jersey. Yep, taking that thing to the left side. He got hit about, you know, three, four yards short, Randy, like you said, and he drugged the first, that guy going, you know, and got the first down for Carney Catholic. So 6-10 to go here. First and 10 from the 30. And I think some movement over there on SCOTUS. I think they came across and made contact. Anyway, the flags are thrown, and it is going to be five yards here on SCOTUS. So they go to first and five from the 25. 6.06 6.06 to go. Time now to start looking at that clock. Yeah, you know, and Carney Catholic down to the 25-yard line here in the fourth quarter. You know, first and first and five here at the 25 right here for Carney Catholic. And we've got flags on the next snap here. I think Carney Catholic may have given that five yards back. We'll see what the call is here. I think you're right. I think they had a couple of guys moving at the same yeah. time. Yep. It is going to be a legal procedure. So, so we're back to first and ten. Yep. <laughs> so, you had, like you said, Randy, two guys kind of just moved at the same time on that one for Carney Catholic. Now that pushes them back, and it's a uh, you know, first and ten here at the 30-yard line for Carney Catholic. So Masker gets the call in from the sideline. Everybody's checking their wristband. 5.43, clock moving, deadlocked at 30. First and 10 now from the 30 after we swap five-yard penalties here. And a handoff to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer on that right side. Has it at the 20. Cuts back into the 15. They're going to try to double-team and tackle the football, and they're going to stop action there. Officials have done a nice job yep. of stopping those plays instead of having everybody rip at the football. You've given up uh, forward progress. They blow the whistle. I think that's a good piece of officiating. 17-yard gain here for Holtmeyer. And it'll be first and 10 from the 13. Yeah, and that's what you, exactly right, Randy. You know, as his forward progress was done, and like you said, instead of letting them rip at the football, they just blew the whistle dead right there. So first and first and 10 here for Carney Catholic. Masker will have Holtmeyer off of his right shoulder here as he calls for the football. No wide outs to the right. They actually line up with a tight end on that right side. Hand off to Holtmeyer. Not much of a hole, just kind of a power football. He'll take it out to the 10. That'll be a gain of three. And it'll be inside of five minutes before the Stars take the next snap here, and they'll have it second and seven. Yeah, like you said, Randy, trips out there to the left side and another one on this right side in there. They're just getting them spread out there as much as possible and then getting that ball to Holtmeyer and letting him pick his way through there and uh, picking up some, some yards for Carney Catholic. So 4.43 to go. And then the clock... Ticking down here. I think the Stars are working a little bit of that clock off, but they need to get this in the end zone. Masker calling for it. Has trips to the left. And off to Holtmeyer. Yes. There's a seam. He cuts back to the inside, and he is grabbed near the face mask, but I think they got the uh, the shoulder pads just short of the goal line. Wow. Yep. That was kind of a violent <laughs> tackle there. Gain of nine, and it's first and goal for the Stars. Yeah. they got, Like you said, Randy, they've been spreading them out here and then getting that ball. 
to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer has a lot of areas to pick from. When he gets that ball, he just kind of looks and surveys, and he hits the holes extremely hard, and it's going to be first and goal here at the one-yard line for Kearney Catholic. Well, a big moment in that third quarter, late in the third quarter, is when the Kearney Catholic on this end of the field stiffened and had a nice goal line stand. We'll see if Carney Catholic can actually punch this one in here. They put a man in motion, fake the handoff. They give it to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer gets up a block, puts his head down, and he is going to lose a yard. Yep. Faking that uh, jet sweep going to that left side, and then they give the ball to Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer came, came to the right side, nothing up the middle there as they had that kind of stuffed out, and they came to the right side, and uh, he got stopped short. You know, for Carney Catholic right here, so it'll be second and goal for Carney Catholic at the one. Don't see that play very often. No. Short side of the field is the right side. There's three receivers out there for Carney Catholic. Masker out of the uh, pistol, has Holtmeyer off of his left side. They hand it off to him. He's going right up the middle, putting his head down. The pile is moving forward. I think he got back the yard that he gave up earlier. But it's still going to be short of the goal line. It's going to be third and goal from the one. And we're going to move inside of three minutes to go in a tied football game. Yep, so third down and goal here for Carney Catholic at the you know, one-yard line here. Uh, under three minutes to go here in the game. Tied up 30-30. Uh, to 30. That's the end of the field where the Carney Catholic fans, some of them are camped out. Third and goal from the one. 2.40 to go. They empty the backfield here for Masker. Pacheco's. Two wide outs. It's Wildcat. Yeah, Pacheco and Carney Catholic had a couple of guys moving at the same time, but they weren't set. They're okay. If you get set up, but oh. then they ran across the midfield and he was confused. There was a couple of guys moving, but they weren't set That's, yet, so yep. actually they were okay, but then the guy came across in motion and was assuming that the ball was going to be snapped, but you had to get set first. Yep. And so that's going to be a five-yard procedure penalty on Carney Catholic. Unless, unless it was uh, SCOTUS that came across first. Well, now they moved it back to the five, uh, five and a half area. Well, that's how close they were. So, yeah, exactly. Nose of the football. <laughs> Nose of the football is actually on the five. Yeah, they do back him up. So it's going to be now third and goal. It's obviously more than five yards away because they backed him up five yards. Pacheco has had, I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, four touchdown passes in the game here for Masker, and they're going to empty the backfield for him. Three wideouts to the right, two to the left. Man in motion. Masker looking left side. He's going to throw it in traffic, and it is incomplete. Yep. Going off to that left side, he looked like he was trying to hit Brady Holtmeyer going over there, Randy. So, Carney Catholic will bring in the field goal unit right here, but, uh, you know, good defensive stance for SCOTUS as it'll be uh, fourth down here, a uh, minute 56 to go in the game, 30 to 30. Caleb Hoyt, a perfect five for five, kicking field goals on the season. And kneeling down at about the 12 yard line. Is Curtis Back's block, so this will be a 22-yard field goal. The kick is up, and it is good. A 22-yard field goal for Caleb Hoyt. Give Stars a three-point lead, 33-30, a minute 53 to go. 
And we'll see if the Stars' defense can hold because it's four-down territory the rest of the way here for Scotus. Hold on. We've got a good one brewing here at Miles Field. Stars take the lead with a minute 53 to go, 33 to 30. They kick it off. We come back after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Welcome back here to Miles Field and the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Caleb Hoyt hitting the field goal. The Stars had it third and goal from inside the one. The five-yard penalty. Well, that really kind of hurt. Hoyt will kick it off. It's going to be kind of a pooch kick and going to be picked up here by Jarecki. Jarecki right up the middle. Uh, actually, that's Cush, number seven, and not number one, and they're going to tackle him down at the 30-yard line. And the Stars showing a lot of emotion out there with a tackle being led by Christian Richter, and Richter again. What is that, four tackles, yep. five tackles on special teams? On special teams. Yep. You know, like and listen to the noise here. Yep, they're fired up on this side right here. First and 10 for uh, Scotus at the 31-yard line, minute 47 to go here in the game. Down three, SCOTUS is. We have seen our last punt here from SCOTUS. A little counter, Shohan. Shohan on that right side, over tackle. Has enough for the first down. He's going to gain about 12 or 13 on the play. Yep, and they just uh, put one in motion and uh, you know coming to like He's going to that left side, Randy, and he gives it back to the guy going to back to that right side. Do a great job, does Palmer, hiding that football and giving it to the people that he needs to be giving it to. First and 10 from the 45, so Scotus is still short of midfield with a minute 30 to go. they got three timeouts left. Man in motion, Gummy Shohan. Hand off the mustard up to, uh, to Shohan, rather, and Shohan is not going to make it back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I think He's going to lose a couple. I think that was Nate Dutenhofer on that side. Yeah, Dutenhofer, good, good defensive yep. end on that far side, saw that they were trying to, trying to kick him inside, so he fought his way to the outside and is able to make the tackle. So it's going to be second and 10 and a timeout being taken by SCOTUS. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 119 to go in regulation. 33 to 30. Stars have the lead. Second and 10 from the 45 for SCOTUS. We come back after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Play number one, a win for Carney Catholic. They need to win or tie three more here. It's second and ten. Obviously, they will not punt from here on out. SCOTUS uses one of their three timeouts, so they've got a couple left. And we'll see when they decide to go to the air. They're going to go with the sweep on that right side and a good hard run for Shohan, and Shohan runs over a couple of stars, and 
is going to be a, a gain of about eight. Yeah, just following his blockers. He, he's on this left side, Randy, takes that handoff out of that uh, situation and goes right behind those guys and picks up about eight and a half yards on the play. Third and two. Newman hands off to Shohan. Shohan cuts against the grain on that little reverse, and he's going to gain five. They're going to move the sticks. We've got 48 seconds to go. First and 10 here for SCOTUS. Yep, just, uh, you know, doing that little reverse action out of it, Randy. And Shohan does a good job of, you know, getting the ball up the field and uh, picking up the first down here for uh, Columbus SCOTUS. They hand off to Newman on one side. Shohan gives it off to the other. And again, here comes Newman. They hand off to him. He's going to carry it. He's going to take it off tackle. He's going to gain about one, and that's going to be it. 34. 34 seconds when the timeout comes. A gain of one here for Newman, and that's going to be it. We're going to keep it right here as it's going to be uh, tackled by Hoosman. A lot of guys, actually, but Hoosman was the first one to stick his nose in there. And actually, Newman got a little bit more than I thought. That's a gain almost of two. Yeah, just taking the on. He follows his blockers here, Randy. But like you said, it's 34 seconds here. And they're down to the 38-yard line, second and eight. But, uh, you know, one of these times, you know, you're going to, you know, they got one timeout left, I believe. Yep, they got one left. So it's going to be one of those. They might have to put it in the air here um, with 34 seconds to go. If Carney Catholic could stuff them right here, you know, and make them call, use their last timeout uh, to bring up a situation here for uh, SCOTUS. Shohan has kicked a field goal this year. He's one out of four kicking field goals. His long is 46. Hmm. So, so <laughs> he's got some, got a leg on got, him. Got a little bit of leg. <laughs> yeah. But again, you know, he's one out of four. Two, one, yeah. one out of four. So, so balls at the 39, second and eight. And the crowd from Carney Catholic making a whole lot of noise right beneath us. Palmer will step in under center. Man in motion is Cush. They pitch it to him. Cush is looking to throw. He's got a man. He's wide open. Coverage coming, and they're going to knock it down. They're going to throw a flag, even though it was caught. I think the contact came after the ball was caught. I do, too. They'll pick up the flag. The ball was caught at about the 15-yard line. How can you have pass interference after the guy's got the ball? I I don't know on that one. I believe it's caught. No, I guess it was incomplete, and they're going to enforce the uh, the pass interference penalty. Okay. I believe. They're marking it off from the line of scrimmage. Yep. Yep. I thought that was caught on that far side. And I, that one, folks, I think we had a pretty good view of. I do not agree that that was pass interference. No. No. That will give them the first down. Yep. And stop the clock. There's 27 seconds left. Ball's at the 24. SCOTUS is already in field goal range. They have one timeout left. Rolling out is Palmer. Throws it in underneath, and it is incomplete. Yeah, just rolling out to that right side. He tried to hit the underneath route. They had one guy going deep, um, but they were covered. Both of them were covered. Palmer just uh, rolled out that right side, threw it down. So it's 22 seconds to go in the game here. Second and 10 at the 24-yard line for SCOTUS. 22 to go. Again, they have a timeout, so they can throw the ball. They can run the ball, and they're already within range of their kicker. Their kicker has only hit one out of four field goal attempts on the year, but they certainly are within his range. And watching him warm up, he was hitting kicks from this distance. 
Man in motion is Cush. Palmer looking to throw. Palmer lobbing it out there in the end zone. One-handed attempt for the catch, and it is incomplete. The officials are going to huddle up over there and have a discussion. There was one hand that was on the ball, and then I lost sight of him because yeah. Cooper Holbrook's coverage was pretty good. But it falls incomplete out there. Yeah, going down to that sideline, going rolling out to that right side. They threw it up there. Like you said, uh, you know, he went up there in the air for it, uh, and then Cooper Holbrook was right there, and it uh, fell on the ground. So 14 to go. 14 seconds left. Third and 10 from the 24. Again, they can do whatever they want to do here. Yep because they will be able to call the timeout. Do you run and make it closer, or do you go for the touchdown? You only have time for two more plays, and now Carney Catholic watches them line up and calls the timeout. Stars call the timeout. We're going to take it with them. 14 to go. 33-30. Stars with the lead. An opportunity here for SCOTUS to take the lead. Third and 10 from the 24 with 14 seconds to go when we come back after this. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. 33-30, stars up by a field goal. An opportunity here for Columbus Scotus. You know, they can throw the ball downfield, try to set up the uh, field goal. I think they would go to the end zone, but then you, you end up having a long field goal attempt here. So, I don't know, a lot of decisions being made over there by Tyler Linder, the head coach for Columbus Scotus. They still have a timeout left. Palmer's going to step in under center. They actually split their two ends out, so they have two wide outs here and a couple of wingbacks. Palmer's going to roll out. Palmer's going to throw. Throws it in underneath the old hook and ladder, and oh. they've got it set up, and they're down to the sideline. Are they out of bounds? They're going to mark him out of bounds at about the four-yard line. Four seconds to go. Four, yeah. They you know, ran a little out route, Randy, on that right side. They connected with that, and then the back came out of the backfield, and they gave it to... You know, pitched it back to him, and then he got it there all goes, the way I down. There goes Jarecki that got the pitch from Cush and dove to the end zone, and I think it was Cooper Holbrook that forced him out, out of, of bounds, bounds at the two-yard line. Four seconds to go, and the final timeout time being taken here by Columbus Scotus. The Stars had a dramatic goal line stand in the third quarter, late in the third quarter. Now they need a dramatic goal line stand here because I believe Scotus is going to go, go for the it. win here. Yep. I think you're right. This will Randy. be the final play of the game, more than likely. Wow. Oh, wow. That was. <laughs> Carney Catholic and Scotus involved in a good one a couple of years ago. They're involved in a good one here. In both cases, the uh, visiting team trying to come from behind. Stars got it done. In that sense, we're hoping that Scotus does not. Repeat that history. Yeah. That was a, I mean, that was a good play design there, Randy, <laughs> you know, to run that hook and ladder right there out of that. And like you said, good thing Cooper Holbrook was there to get him pushed out of bounds, you know, because it looked like when he dove for it, uh, he got to the pylon out of that, but he was out of he, bounds when he, he stepped took off. Out of, he stepped out of bounds when yep. he launched. Yep. They are going to go for it. 
Here it is for all the marbles. Their survival of the season comes down to this play. First and goal with four seconds left from the two-yard line. Palmer, under center. Man in motion, that's Shohan. They hand it to him. He hey, cuts back. Him. They stop him initially. Did he get in? Did he get in? He did not! He did not! <laughs> and just he took that hand off going to that right side. Carney Catholic did a great job getting some penetration out of that, Randy. And uh, making the stop. I don't know who exactly was over there, but there was about four or five guys that did a real good job of getting upfield for Carney Catholic and making the stop short uh, for uh, Columbus Scotus here. A walk-off, if you will, for the defense. Their second goal line stand of the game. And they win it in dramatic fashion. 33-30. to 30, And now we can breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah, I love the call by Scotus. That's the play that you make. Make Carney Catholic make a play, and by gosh, they did it. Michael Daniel was in on it. Yeah. 72 was in on it. Ryan Blake was in there as well. Linebackers came a-flowing. That was a great defensive play, and you can't single out one player there yeah. for Carney Catholic because everybody had to have their responsibility, and they stepped up big. Final play of the game, a goal line stand for Carney Catholic, and they advance. 33 to 30. They will travel to Wahoo to take on the Warriors next Friday. Yep, and that's you know what, like you said, Randy. You know, in in Wahoo, that's kind of their bread. Or um, for uh, Columbus Scotus, that's kind of their bread and butter play is to kind of put that guy in motion, give him the handoff. Sometimes he hands it back, and they run a little reverse action out of that. This time he followed his blocks, going to that right side. Carney Catholic did a good job of getting some line surge out of that. Like you said, Michael Daniel was in there. He, he came up big on that one. But there was, like you said, everybody had to have their assignments down pat. And that's exactly what happened for Carney Catholic there. As they got, you know, the linebackers came in there. Everybody did their responsibility to make that stop right there. And again, there were so many green jerseys there yep. stopping Shohan. They stopped him initially. He spun back to the inside. And that second wave of green jerseys came up, kept him out of the end zone. And a nice job by the Carney Catholic defense stopping it when they needed it. And again, I think it was Cooper Holbrook who made that uh, that, that that play yeah, on that hook and ladder, and ladder because they were an eyelash away from scoring on that one. It, it was either Holbrook or it was uh, Holt Meyer. Yeah, one of, one those, of those two guys got there. was on that uh, side over there, and they made the play. In any event, Carney Catholic is able to make two great defensive plays. SCOTUS made a couple of great offensive efforts as well. Yeah. This one was a lot of fun, folks, but the Stars win it 33-30. to I need a break, <laughs> and we need to total up some numbers here. We're going to step away for a moment and have our new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, and maybe we need to find a cardiac unit as well. We're not real <laughs> sure, but we'll come back to Miles Field, give you the numbers. We'll talk to uh, uh, Coach Harvey, who probably we're going to check. I think he's yeah. going to have some gray hairs when we find him, <laughs> but we'll talk with the coach as we have our postgame coming up right after this break. Are you searching for answers on what next year's fertility program should look like? Are your fields answering the questions you've been asking them through population and fertility trials? Aurora Data Advantage answers these questions and more. Data Advantage is the ultimate program to help you take control by transforming your shelves of notebooks and raw data into decision-making farm knowledge. We're so confident in our analysis that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Ask your local Aurora co-op agronomist about Data Advantage in our early enrollment discount today. Aurora Cooperative and Data Advantage, putting both our owner's equity and your farm data to work. 
To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney Catholic goes for it on fourth down. They get it. SCOTUS goes for it on fourth down. They get it. Carney Catholic with a dramatic goal line stand in the third quarter. And then they get the dramatic goal line stand <laughs> at the end of the fourth quarter, the last play of the game, keeping SCOTUS out of the end zone from two yards out. And your final in this one, 33-30. to 30. The difference in the game is a kick yep. for the second time in the last three years as these two teams get together. And wow. Uh, but the defense, it's they're the ones that are going to get the uh, headline in the paper, I think, because they come up big with that stop when they really needed to. Let's go uh, give you our scoring summary. Carney Catholic scored on their very first three drives of the game. Each of them turned into a Matt Masker touchdown pass. The first one went to Eric Pacheco from 25 yards out. Kick was good. 5.40 to go in quarter number one. Hoosman caught the masker pass from six yards out. This time the snap a little bit high, partially blocked, kick no good, made it 13 to nothing. Chad Bartholomew with a one-yard dart that he caught with nine seconds to go in the quarter. That made it 20 to nothing, but then SCOTUS scored the next 23 points, and uh, they're running the tunnel here. I've never seen yeah, them do that I before. <laughs> they come out of the team huddle, and they're running through the fans. That is awesome. Yep. That is a great new tradition. <laughs> All right. Uh, Evan Shohan got a 65-yard run, high snap, forced them to go for two. They rolled out with a fire drill, threw it in the back of the end zone, got a caught. That made it 20-8. to eight. That was the last play of quarter number one. The next drive for SCOTUS, a long, time-consuming drive that Eric Mustard finished with a two-yard run. They kicked the traditional extra point, and it was 20-15. to 15. And then uh, Matt Strecker, after an interception, the guy gave SCOTUS the short field. They score with a minute 43 to go before halftime. He had a four-yard run. They go for two, get it. That put them up by a field goal, 23-20 to 20 at that point. Uh, then uh, that was a minute 43 to go before halftime. Stars scored with nine seconds before the intermission. Masker hit Hoosman on a nine-yard strike where, Masker, where Hoosman uh, dove for the pylon and got it. And that made it 27-23. to 23. And then their first drive of the second half, Carney Catholic was able to score. They got the ball at midfield, drove down. Caleb Hoyt punched it in for a 25-yard field goal to make it 30-23. Uh, to 23. Chase Newman had the only touchdown in the uh, second half here. He scored for SCOTUS to make it 30-all. Uh, 
And then with a minute 53 to go in regulation, Caleb Hoyt hit a 23-yard field goal, making it 33-30. to SCOTUS, among other things, used the old hook and ladder to get the ball down to the two-yard line. Four seconds left. They decide to go for it. Get it to Shohan, who had a huge night tonight. Came in. They stopped him initially. He spun, tried to come back to the inside. Carney Catholic filled that hole as well. So a goal line stand there for the Stars, and they win this one by a final of 33 to 30. And wow, what a football game. Yeah, it was, Randy. It was just, you know, a lot of fun. Like you said, you know, Carney Catholic kind of had the upper hand there in that first quarter. And in the second quarter, here came, um, you know, Scotus right back and, you know, putting that. You know, next 23 points up on the board, and then Carney scored. Carney Catholic scored right before half, and uh, to make it go up 27-23. And then in the second half, you know, there's a lot of great defensive stands and a lot of great defensive plays out there for both teams. As Carney Catholic got, you know, a couple of field goals out of situations. Uh, you know, but it was, it was great football. You know, good hitting. Uh, you know, some good contacts out there between Carney Catholic and SCOTUS. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, you, you hate to see either team lose, but yet, uh, you know, Carney Catholic with that great, great defensive stand of two times with a great defensive stand, uh, you know, especially the one right down here with uh, four seconds to go in the game, you know, at the two yard line and uh, coming up with a great defensive stand uh, for. You know, Carney Catholic. Like you said, there was there was a lot of assignment football there. You know, for Carney Catholic on that last defensive stand uh, to keep the Cascotus out of the end zone. Yeah, and they 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 filled in with those holes. And I'll total up the team numbers here in a little bit, but I can give you all the individual numbers. Uh, we'll start with Columbus Scotus, who end their season now at six and four. And wow, wow, yeah. You know, well, let's check uh, their their losses. They lost to uh, Bishop Newman. They uh, lost to Aquinas. Uh, and they lost uh, to Orr. That one's a bit of a surprise. 20 to 14. All of them were playoff teams. Or the worst team they lost to. They're six and three. three yeah. And uh, now they 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 lost by two yards to Carney Catholic. And the Stars are now nine and one on the year. For Scotus, uh, Luke Jarecki carried the ball five times for 84 yards. Anthony Cush had uh, five carries for 26. Chase Newman three carries for 11. Tyler Palmer, the quarterback, had uh, five carries for five yards. Zach Bierman had one carry for zero yards. Evan Shohan had uh, 16 carries for 124 yards. The big number there is the goose egg at the bottom. His final carry Carry. did not cover the two yards, and Carney Catholic wins this. Uh, Eric Mustard had uh, 13 carries for 47 yards, and Matt Strecker had six carries for 17 yards. Didn't throw it a lot. Anthony Cush on a wingback pass threw it for 45 yards. That was the longest pass. They had a 22-yarder with the hook and ladder that almost went the distance, uh, but 28 yards passing for their starting quarterback, Tyler Palmer, so 28 yards there, 45 yards from Cush, 73 yards passing to go with the rushing numbers, which I have not had a chance to total up yet here for SCOTUS. For Carney Catholic, who's 9-1, and one, they'll travel to Wahoo on Friday. Matt Masker led the way with his passing, obviously. He was 19-31 to 31 for 204 yards and four touchdowns here tonight. Caleb Hoyt had one catch for 20 yards. Uh, Eric Pacheco caught uh, eight balls for uh, 81 yards. Brett Kaiser, a catch for 18. Chad Bartholomew, three catches for 24. Brady Holtmeyer, one catch for eight. John Hoosman, five catches for 53 yards. Rushing the ball, Brady Holtmeyer had 19 carries for 124 yards. Matt Masker, two carries for seven yards. Cooper 
Cooper Holbrook only one carry, lost three yards on it. Eric Pacheco with uh, four carries and 72 yards. So the Stars ran, according to my numbers, 26 times for 200 yards in the game and 204 yards passing. So 404 yards of total offense against a really, really good defensive team from Columbus Scotus. Yeah, but and, you know, you got you know, like you said, Randy, all the all the Scotus's losses. You look to those, and uh, you know, they lost to some very good football teams. You know, coming in here, Carney Catholic knew they were going to, it was going to be a dogfight. Uh, talking to the coaches, you know, assignment football, assignment football, assignment football. The, you know, the, the uh, uh, guys had to do those types of things. And if you do, don't do those things and you break down, all of a sudden, you know, like they did right before uh, the you know, end of the first quarter, you, you get a 65-yard touchdown run. You know, those types of things. You got to do, and you just got to keep on preaching. And you got to do your assignment. You got to do your assignment. And and the and for the most part, you know, 98, 99 percent of the time, Carney Catholic kids did their assignments. They they were there. They they were waiting for the reverses. They were waiting for the things that uh, Scotus was throwing at them. And that was a great play call by Scotus. That hook and ladder right there. Uh, and you know, like we said, we think it was Cooper Holbrook or Brady Holtmar that got him pushed out of bounds. We're not for sure who it was, but you know, he launched, and when he launched, Randy, he would have got into the end zone because he and the football hit the pylon when he launched it there. And so, you know, getting him pushed out of bounds, and then Carney Catholic coming up with that great defensive stand at the end there. Um, you know, and then like you said, you know, it just takes a lot of assignment footballs. Everybody was there and, and doing their assignment on that last play. So Carney Catholic wins this one in uh, dramatic fashion, 33 to 30, and uh, did total up the uh, the rushing numbers here for uh, Scotus. They uh, uh, ran it for 314 yards, so they had 387 yards of total offense. Carney Catholic had 404 yards, according to my numbers, of total offense. About as close on the scoreboard as well as they win this uh, by a final of 33 to 30. Our sports wrap up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney and uh, the offensive genius here at Kearney Catholic head football coach Rashawn Harvey gets a defensive question to start things <laughs> off here talk a little bit about what you guys did on that very last play uh, you, you probably had a fairly good idea that they were going to get it maybe to show on or yep. whatever yep. but they do so many different things what did you guys do on that final play that won it for you well we knew 34 was getting it either it was going to be the buck sweep or it's going to be the counter crisscross play so it turned out to be the buck sweep, and so we sold out. We got a call called Crazy Eights, and so we get eight guys on the line of scrimmage, and we're shooting gaps, and we just sold out. You know, it was, hey, it was win or go home at that point, fourth down. So we sold out, and uh, we told everybody, the force guys, you just got to make him cut that thing back. And it sounds like Nathan Williams came from behind yeah. and initially held him up and allowed the other guys to rally up. Uh, and I got to go back one play before. We could not see who made that play, but there was a nice recovery on that hook and ladder. There was somebody on that far side. We thought it was either Holtmeyer or Holbrook. Uh, who's the hero on I that one? I believe it was Holbrook because we were going to double 12 over there. And so John was over the top and uh, Cooper was over there too. So it had to be Cooper because Brady was more on inside over here. Uh, it, was, it was a one number. Yep. And, and again, uh, you couldn't see him very right. well. They, they ended up having a pile over there. Talk a little bit just in general about what this game was like for you on the field. We had a ball up here, but, you know, we haven't been putting in and investing right, as right. much time and effort in uh, all the practices that you guys had. This this had to be fun, but also a little nerve-wracking for a first-year head coach. You know, the, the game turned out to be a game of uh, emotional roller coasters in a sense. <laughs> so whoever had the momentum. The first quarter, it seems like we had all the momentum. We couldn't do much wrong. 
in the first quarter. Second quarter, I think they reeled off 15 straight it was or something like 23. that. 23 straight. And so, you know, and so then we, we knew we had to answer. And so our kids knuckled up. And we answered and scored after they went up by those, uh, what was it, three points at the time. Yep. So we scored. And so and it just became, a, we told them at halftime, you know, hey, whoever who's going to make the most uh, tackles uh, defensively, whoever's going to keep the ball in their hands a little bit longer and have the less, least amount of turnover is going to win this football game. And, and it ended up being a defensive struggle, mm-hmm. really, in the second half. A lot of yeah. points in the first half. Uh, all you were able to muster was a, a couple of uh, field goals. All right. And they did a they did a great job, you know. You know, we hurt ourselves, we outthought ourselves a couple times, you know. And we should have just kept dinking and dunking because they were giving us the underneath stuff because they got beat over the top, top yep. so many times. So and then we got out, we got out. I made a few bad calls myself, and you know that one down here with a minute something left, I threw the ball and kicked myself right now. Should have ran the ball, maybe run some more time off the clock, but obviously they would call a timeout. Uh, but they had a great plan in the second half. They just decided to keep everything underneath. And then we, we knew we had to contain 34. We didn't want number 34, Shohan, to beat us. You know, we knew if we could stop the, the counter crisscross and the buck sweep, we had we had a chance. And it seemed like, I don't know, maybe this is a broken record, but it seemed like every call went, went against us when we had a, a big play, you yeah. know, interceptions, whatever. We stopped them on, you know, on third or fourth down, whatever it may be. But, you know, we got through the adversity and we won the football game. And, and you know, Randy and I were kind of talking about it. You know, the line did a good job for him for Masker. He had he had some time to throw the football, right. and you guys had some time to do some stuff. You know, talk a little bit about the line right here. You know, they did a great job pass uh, yeah. with pass protection. You know, we told them all week, you're going to get a cover one free, and they they hardly even showed cover one two free, which they did tonight mostly in the in the second half. But we said we're going to have time to throw if they're only going to rush three guys, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't even bring those inside linebackers. So we said, hey. If we've got time, he'll pick them apart if we've got yeah. time. You know, and that's what we did in the first half. And so the, the old line did a great job. You know, and then, you know, at, at one point, you know, Scotus' D-line got on us a little bit in that yeah. second quarter. And so we talked to him at halftime. They said, hey, man, you got to match their intensity because they were a little bit more fiery in that second second quarter. But guys came out, and we did enough to win the game. Four touchdown passes from, from Matt Masker. You, you also ran the ball very effectively with, with Holtmeyer, uh, and you end up, uh, you know, again, total number of yards, almost identical pass and, and rushing the football. That, that's really the balance that you were trying to do. Right. And we knew some sets we ran. We ran some different formations tonight that we don't run. You probably saw a tight end. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Line up with a tight end. <laughs> we, we, called, guy. we called timeout up here. <laughs> and so we, and, but we went, we overloaded the side. You know, we had an ineligible receiver, but they never figured it out for a long time. time. You know, the coaches did, but you ain't got to fool the coach. You got to fool the kids. kids and so we were able to get, a, you know, an extra blocker in there. And they didn't adjust it because they took a guy out of the box. And so we had to run the ball effectively with that plan because they, they barely adjusted to that even late in the game. And Randy and I talked about it, too assignment football your mm-hmm. defense did a great job of assignment football because they do a lot of things with yeah. that football you know running some counters running them back you know and they'll sweep it and then all of a sudden counter inside it back. reverse yeah all those things and assignment football was great tonight absolutely you know when you run that wing t I, I was ran that in high school that wing t offense and you know it's if you over pursue and they get some angles on you and they did a few times we knew they were going to get some, some big yeah. plays yeah you know, we know the buck sweep, and we knew the, the counter crisscross, which is an awesome play. They broke that a couple times. No one for a touchdown, you know. And then they got us with that uh, gangster draw type play. 
And so, you know, we, we knew we would have a few challenges and we had a couple mental mistakes. We had we had a slant strong on the first buck sweep that went for the touchdown. We had a slant strong on. We had one guy go weak, <laughs> which, um, <yeah. laughs> which causes a huge hole. But but overall, kids played a fantastic game. They, they bought into the game plan. Coach Hoffman, Coach Moses, Coach Brumgart, you know, Coach Pacheco, man, they put together a great defensive game plan. You know, and we wanted them to pass. Yeah, they guys with a couple trick plays, you know, sure. but when you're selling out to the run, that's going to happen. That's every the price of your business, yeah. So, but uh, we did enough to get the win. Yeah, and again, offense, defense, special teams. Caleb Hoyt oh. hit a couple of big field yeah. goals, all the points that you got in the second half. And and again, you know, let's schedule SCOTUS because this is a fun game whenever we get together. And, <laughs> and this one turns into another game won by the kicker. Right. Well, again, <laughs> there was a lot, of, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. more to it than that, right. but – as we all know. You know, that's what we told the kids. I said, we're going to play playoff football. We're going to punt it when we have to, um, and we're going to kick field goals instead of going for going for. You know, we, we were down there. You know, if it was regular season, probably would have went for some of those just to, you know, give our kids, try them a little bit, kind of push them. But we knew we had a pretty good kicker. We thought we had the kicking advantage. You know, obviously they didn't want to try to kick it to go into overtime. And so, but Hoyt's been doing a great job. That kid's been clutch again. I know I've said it many times, but went to the year not knowing who's going to be the kicker. And that kid has stepped up to the plate uh, every week. And uh, Bach even got one. We were pinned deep down there. I think we punted from the 10 or 9 or something like that. And so that was a great job by uh, Curtis Bach, you know, getting that thing to about the 40, 45-yard line. So we punted well, played, you know, we – we covered on kickoffs well. We had a great return game tonight. I think we averaged probably got to about the 35, 40-yard line. So, overall, complete game. We'll take it. Absolutely. Well, you're going to have to put another one together as you'll uh, hit the road and travel to Wahoo on uh, on Friday. What can you tell us about the Warriors besides the fact that they're really, really good? Yeah, we, we haven't seen any film on them at all, but we know they're big up front. They've got some speed, and uh, obviously they've knocked off some big some of the big dogs and and see one, and, um, you know, we, we hear they just go eye formation and they're going to run play action pass. They're going to they're gonna pound you. So another week of, you know, run football for us and uh, with a little play action pass, but it'll be a different form of, of run. So, uh, you know, that'll allow us to do some different things with our with our 3-5 uh, scheme, which uh, we, we like that because we've got a lot of speed of your guys. We put more linebackers on the field to cause havoc. So uh, I'm sure that'll be in our game plan next week. All right, go get him, Coach. Coach, Thank appreciate time. Appreciate it. Rashawn Harvey, head football coach at Carney Catholic, as the Stars win this one in dramatic fashion. A goal line stand, the final play of the game, and they win it 33-30 to over Columbus Scotus. And uh, Don will let you have the last word because I think I'm breathless. <laughs> well, and, you know, like we said, Randy, this is playoff football right here. You know, and, and uh, every time Columbus Scotus and Carney Catholic get together, it's a nail-biter. And that, that's what it was here tonight. Uh, a lot of great plays by both teams. Uh, you know, and Carney Catholic comes away with a win. Uh, and they'll be traveling to Wahoo next week. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll be uh, seeing what they can do against the Wahoo right here. And we'll have that game for you next week. We have to see what the schedule is, what time we play. It could possibly be uh, an, an FM game on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Or it would be right here on ESPN 1460. In any event, we will have a game for you from Wahoo next Friday. And also, uh, we'll be following uh, other action for you as well. Uh, Carney High did win. They won 17 to nothing over their arch rivals from Grand Island. They'll be hitting the road, traveling to the top seed in Class A, Omaha North. So congratulations to them. Uh, the rest of the scores, well, you can uh, catch up with all of that coming up here on the Friday Night Scoreboard Show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air 
over on Classic Hits, 98.9 FM. Once again, your final here, 33-30. to Carney Catholic gets the win with a dramatic goal line stand on the final play of the game, stopping them from the two-yard line. And so the Stars now are 9-1 and on the season and undefeated in the state of Nebraska. They'll be <laughs> taking on Wahoo next Friday. For uh, Billy Thompson, our engineer back in the studios, Don Lee, I'm Randy Bushgarter. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.